I mean, sometimes fingers just bleed for no real reason. That was a rad kill to kill reference that it just got yeah. over just fucking right, right over. That's yep. fine. That's, That's fine. what happens when you've watched three episodes. Yeah, I mean, these things happen. Uh-huh. Hateful. I am caught up on the challenge. Uh huh. Now I've done my part, so you need to do your part for the next podcast. I know you can do it while you're running 50,000 miles. I was under the impression the whole point of getting the, uh, uh, the, tablet? the tablet was to watch specifically yeah. to watch Kill the Kill. Oh, yeah, did you actually believe that? But, I, you know, hope springs eternal, Alex. But then I started watching the challenge, and yeah. I had to get caught up on the challenge first. Yes. I will watch Kill the Kill. So that's how I know you have time, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So you've played yourself. So now for the next podcast, you'll be done, and Erica will be done, and we'll be able to discuss it, right? Because Alex wants us to be completely done so we could just have that conversation. The kill the kill conversation. I, I do appreciate how like how much in love with this series you are. Well, if you watched it, you'd understand. I, I would say, Bob, to be fair, I can completely understand <laughs> why he wants Because it is a delight and a half. I'm having a great time. I will watch it. For the next podcast. For the next podcast. A commitment. commitment. All right. We got him. A deal has been struck. Excellent. A deal implies that I'm getting something in return. A joyous conversation for our listeners is what you're getting. Yes. It's for, for the podcast. For free. Unless they choose to donate on Patreon.com. Which I haven't looked at, so I doubt anybody's giving us We've anything. just raised the price. It's $1,000 a month. It's $1,000 now. Come on, Hank. You know you want to. You know you want to, Hank. Yeah. What if it turned out he was the one and he just thought to himself, I would give them $1,000 if these idiots just raised the price, but I'll give them $5. If that's what they want, I'll give them $5. I mean, I'll take Hank's $5. I'd rather have the thousand. I mean, I'd rather have the thousand, but I'd still take the five. If yeah. Hank wanted to give us five, I would take the five. And gladly. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Subtle Interference. I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. I'm going to get you to say Joey Beatty Enthusiast one of these days. Maybe for the hundredth episode. That'd be a lovely gift for me. We're I would close, appreciate aren't we? that. What are we on? 97? Yeah, we're close. We're close. Uh-uh. It is close. <laughs> I think... No one it? knows. Well, I believe I will be vaguely aware when we're doing the 100th episode. One can hope anyway. Hope springs eternal. Well, hope springs eternal. Here's the thing. We'll know as long as like we don't go to edit... We're like we don't like record two episodes at once, which we've never done. Yeah. As long as that doesn't happen, we'll know because I'll go to save the files to the computer and I'll put it in episode ninety nine folder and then I'll be like, Oh hey, the next episode is episode one hundred. We we'd probably this be This is episode ninety seven. Okay. So we would probably be on episode 100 if it wasn't for the great lost episodes. Because there's at least two. Yeah. This if this would have been episode 99. I'm no, this is the, episode 97. Right. 
and there were there have been two lost episodes. Okay. Let's slow down like the, that. The first I one there. The first I'm lost, a communications major. I don't do math. <laughs> the first lost episode where Bob just didn't hit the record button. Wouldn't it have been so funny if right when we found that out, we were just like, we're just redoing the whole thing as if we scripted it. We were just like, Bob, we're just restarting it. Bob, we're doing another two hours right now. <laughs> he would have killed himself. He would have killed himself. Yes. Mm. What did we do? Did we, did we just say fuck it? Yeah, we just said fuck it. Okay. Cause That's we, a while we, ago now. I don't think you noticed until the episode was over, right? We were either pretty deep in and I looked over and I saw that it wasn't recording. So I don't know that you then hit record and then we went. I thought that's what we did. I thought that's what we did too. I don't remember. It would be a matter of going back and like looking through and I, that's not a thing that's bothered. going to happen. I do remember crying. I do too. It was really sad. It was a good yeah. episode. Yeah, I think Bob and I embraced we just couldn't that didn't happen it was so sad it was a beautiful thing yeah it was we have a picture actually Mm. i deleted it but we had a picture (laughs) Uh, i want to talk about something the stupidity of man a constant theme on this podcast see here's the thing you could be talking about so many things yeah i'm going to talk about something that doesn't matter at all in any way that's my that's my opening topic okay great i like it so you know how over here we have Ogden Avenue, okay? Yes. Two lanes each way. Mm-hmm. The median, you can turn, you know, it's a it's a turn middle lane, right? Right. You can turn either way. I, for my life, can never understand, because you know how that road is. Unless you're driving around at 2 a.m., there's just miraculously always a shitload of traffic. So I never understand the people who think they're going to turn left out of out of the side areas, you know, oh, the businesses oh, or the, whatever. Those are the Hope Springs Eternal people. <laughs> no, I was about to say, you got lucky on a left turn on Ogden just last week. And that was like, it was like the Red Seas parting. I was like, oh shit, go, go, go. But generally, if you're waiting to turn left onto a street like that, I mean, you're looking at a five-minute wait, seriously. Yeah. It's so bad to wait for the bread sea to part. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Well, and oh, at that specific part, you've got hills involved as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's hard to even see. It's a whole other thing. But I just can't figure out why people... Because this is what I do. Unless I pull up to turn and there's just nobody around that's like, oh, shit, turn left, right? Um, I just turn right, turn left in on the other side... And then turn right again, and in 20 seconds, I've turned left. You know what I mean? Right. That's the other. Yeah, exactly. I, that's what I just do almost every time. Bob, I'm, I'm, see, the way you're looking at me makes you think you just sit there in the left turn lane and you wait half your life. Sometimes. I mean, if you got nowhere to be, I guess it's whatever. I just, it just feels so stupid to me. Just like, just like, just turn right and turn right again. I, uh, well, here's my situation is I know ma- no matter which decision I make, it'll be wrong. <laughs> it's like, it's like picking an, it's like picking a, a lane at the grocery store. Like whichever lane you pick, all the others are going to move faster. Sure. So it's, I, I just I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't think about it that much. I just thought about that today. I mean, it is, it is ridiculous, right? I mean, there, there's, like there's so many roads around here where 
if like why why just make it a divided highway it'll just be easier yeah like put put a fucking barrier up so people can't turn left they still turn left but, you still get the oh, people they, they, who drive up onto the median and there's those like those like where you can only turn right into it and right out of it and people will totally just blow over those things oh see that's or why turn you, in so they're coming in like the right way that's why you need what like they do in jersey they put up jersey barriers um in the center so you can't i mean you could try you're gonna wreck your car <laughs> people will but <laughs> you know it's like there there there's definitely a few roads around here where it's like why why can you make a left turn here at all and the the problem and the part of the reason why i'll sit and wait sometimes is half the time if you're going to turn right, you're going to get some asshole who's on the left waiting to turn left anyways, and you can't see around them to safely yeah. make your right turn. And that guy's always in a truck. I think always. I think I've mentioned on this I think I don't know if I mentioned it on the podcast. I know I mentioned it to you too that one time I was in that situation. I was turning right and I'm waiting and I'm looking. And this has happened like twice in my whole life. This is how rarely this actually happens. Guy pulls up to turn left. He's mm-hmm. in an SUV or a truck, some giant vehicle. Can't see shit. Doesn't block me. Doesn't Ooh. pull up far enough to block usually my Usually, what vision. happens is usually they just pull up and don't I'll give creep, a shit. And I'll be like, okay, you're there. I can't see. Let me pull up so I can see. They immediately creep up too, and I'm like, motherfucker, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm just trying to see. Yeah. No. Two two times recently and ever actually, and I think they were both within the last year. Someone in a truck. Or an SUV actually pulled up in such a way as to not block my view. And of course, they can see over me. So their view isn't blocked right. either. Their view is fine. It's perfect. Right. But it happens so rarely that when it does happen, you almost want to get out of the car and be like, can I just shake your hand? <laughs> like, thank you for being a, the rare good driver. Thank you for not road. being an asshole. Did you, did you notice that like just no one like at the risk of sounding a thousand years old, no one knows how to drive anymore. Like, you get to a four-way stop, and nobody has any idea what to do. It makes me insane. Yeah, it's not that complicated. You just go in the order you arrived. I mean, this is not... Well, and if, like, someone is turning, it's like the right turn goes first, and then it's the left turn, and it's like... It, it's just like, what, what is so difficult about this? This is not This is not difficult. Why are we making this hard? Yeah. It happens all the time around here. Oh, it drives sure. me crazy. All the four way stops, like, like hey, yeah, yeah, or I'll try and people like sneak behind the. It's like well, I had, I had one last night where I I very clearly got to the intersection first and I started going. Motherfucker pulls out, like as I'm going through the intersection, doesn't stop. Like I had to swerve around him, yeah, so he didn't hit me. And I'm like, what the fuck? And of course, do? it was a truck. Shocking. My favorite at the four way is the. Bob, is everything okay? You having a nice time with Bob the dog? Do you want me to go put him in the crate? I can go put him is, in his is crate. Has he been out? Yeah, like five times. He's fine. Um, you might have to go. I don't know. You know this dog. He's got to pee every three seconds. I mean, he is getting old, and I'm sure his prostate is just like swelling as we speak. <laughs> let me go. Let him. Okay. Okay. We'll ju- we'll just continue. Bob 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 the human's getting tortured by Bob the dog. Do you need his or no, you're just gonna Okay. So my favorite at the four way stop is like the opposite 
of his scenario. Can we talk about how like enraged he was right there? Very mad. Like, oh, surprised we didn't get any neck snapping. Because the dog is a thousand years old. <laughs> we better we better do a check on life here when Bob when Bob comes back. Make yeah, sure make poof. sure Bob the dog's still well, alive. Well, Bob the dog peed on the shoes, so now he's done. They're done. So, <laughs> hey, look, I, I was not I told about him, that. I gave him an instruction, and he came through. Oh yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, it would be really funny, Bob the dog, if you peed on Bob the human shoes. That's hilarious. I mean, he won't pet you, so no more pets. Yeah, so go pee on his shoes. <laughs> And, you know, it turned out it happened. So, Bob the dog and I, our connection, our bond, we'll see the, the, the bond the between between my Kamui and I grows every single day. If I'm not home, you know, someone else has to let the dog out during the day. Uh-huh. So, you got you to gotta take care of that or he is going to wail off and pee on everything. He's got to go out every couple hours. It's intensely annoying. By the way, I'm just leaving this all in because Bob doesn't listen anyway. Oh, no, definitely leave this in. <laughs> What if it turns out this is the one episode? It's the one he episode he listens to. to. I would laugh really hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is the the quality content that you you come to uh, Team Puma Night for. Mm-hmm. This is what Mister Cavill paid a thousand dollars for. <laughs> He's got the money. He's Superman, maybe. <laughs> if that we'll doesn't get, happen, we'll get, to, Alex, we'll get to it. I will die from an aneurysm because I'm laughing. So <laughs> we'll get to it. Um, no, my favorite at the four-way stop is when you get to a four-way stop and there's one person there at the stop sign. They got there three seconds before you got there. They're there. They stop. Right. They're waiting. You stop. They start hitting you with the blinkers. Right. They're it's like, waving you on. It's like, like it's your you turn. got here first, man. Go. Go. What do we, what, what don't you understand? Like, are you so unsure of like... Your your senses, your your Bob, come on. <laughs> we were talking about your deep love of Bob the dog <laughs> and how it grows every single day. We've got you can shout off of remember we had like ten minutes of, of Spider Gate not long ago. I think I think the last was the last episode the one where you guys were just like yelling at Bob the dog because he was licking his balls. I'm pretty sure that I, was that I episode. think that's a that's a feature of at least ten yeah, to that's fifteen happened a few that sounds times. of the last mm-hmm. episodes <laughs> because he really gets in there and we're not sure if it's coming through because I do listen to the episodes and I it, don't know that I've ever really heard it. It comes through to a degree, but I think if you're not really listening for it, it just is kind of in the background. It's room tone is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, it depends on where he's sitting too. Like if he's over there and there's not a mic pointing towards him, mm-hmm. sure. you're not really going to pick it up. If he's kind of behind Bob or I, then because you're going to wall behind you. So he's, he can't like, he could get back there, I guess, but wouldn't it, be it would be a struggle. Yeah. That's like a small young dog thing to do. Bob the dog at this point is too old to be squeezing into tight spaces and contorting himself. <laughs> I know this happened more than once. I remember at your parents' house, Bob the dog going behind a, like a a light or oh, something yeah, or yeah, a stand. Yeah, yeah. And then getting trapped back there because he couldn't turn around. And you couldn't find him. And it's like, where the fuck did the dog go? He couldn't turn around. So he would just kind of whimper. And you'd be like, come on, buddy. Like, you kind of pull him (laughs) out backwards. Because he doesn't know. I guess, like, do dogs not know how to walk backwards? He's just, we love him. (laughs) We love him dearly. He's an idiot. (laughs) 
I don't think uh, Bob the Human loves him at the moment. No. We two gotta, of us. The, two of us love him. I'll let the listeners figure out who. He's got to get the love back. <laughs> Apparently bad things happened. Whilst Erica was away. No comment. <laughs> I was not told about this. This is the first I have heard about this. It's interesting that that guy left out because that was probably the one that upset him the most. Oh, it's really? Oh, the one? What else happened? Oh, you mean the day where nothing went right? Oh, oh okay. Okay. I knew about that. It's just funny because he won't call me with stuff like that. We were on vacation once and my parents were watching the dog. My mother called me like three times. <laughs> Until I answered to scream at me that my dog had peed someone in her, in her house. And I was like, what the fuck do you want me to do about this? That dog went dog. Right. What do you want from me? I'm, I am a thousand miles away from you. What do you, I know you just want to call and yell at somebody because that's kind of your jam. But like, I don't know what you well, want from me. Everyone has their thing. Sorry, man. Say, so, hey, since we alluded to it, wh- what's going on over at DC? Because James Gunn took over along with some other guy that I don't really know. All we care about is James Gunn here. Well, yeah. And it looks like, because I saw Patty Jenkins posted a whole message I on think Twitter. you sent that to me. Or maybe did, you didn't. Maybe I, I saw it. I did, yeah. I may have seen it independently. And, and see, what I had assumed, because, okay, so just to give context here, so we're not just talking randomly. <laughs> there was an article in, what, Variety or Deadline or something? Like a week or so ago. And... It was basically about how Man of Steel 2, as it was, is canceled. Mm-hmm. And Wonder Woman 3, as it was, is canceled. And right. I think they were both in like a pre-production stage, right? That's my understanding. Um, and Wonder <clears throat> Woman 3 may have been as far as a script being submitted. And they just canned the thing. So... Well, I and then thought, the understanding was Black Adam didn't perform. The way Black they Adam it to apparently perform. is doing terrible, well, like way under. Who could possibly care? Okay, so we the, let's divert for a second. Okay. Diverting. I have seen The Rock in some movies that I thought when I saw the trailer would bomb. There was the one we did that rampage movie. Do you remember that? Like the rampage video game. You yeah. watched that on an airplane, didn't you? Yeah, I think it was an airplane. Yeah. Now I never saw it. I don't know. I, I have not it seen was it. Either. Whatever. Just another rock movie. They're yeah. All the same, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I will he, say, I did enjoy Skyscraper. I was about to say there was Skyscraper. Skyscraper was and fun. And that's another one. When I saw the trailer, I thought that looks bad. And both those movies made money. I think mm-hmm. Skyscraper did very well, if I remember. It was fun. So it wasn't, I, I wanted it bloodier and more, I wanted it more diehard, but it was a fun movie. So It's it. funny you say that because I was just like in my head making the comparison between Bruce Willis and The Rock. <laughs> because, I mean, both of them have done just a shit ton of, frankly, shitty movies, but a lot that have also been good action movies. Sure. Um, and I know that The Rock has had that like iconic. He die doesn't hard, have a diehard, right? Yeah, but he could. No. It's possible. I think he needs to be a little bit more discerning with the scripts he takes. But mm-hmm. what's your favorite Rock movie where he's the star? I enjoyed, and this is a long time ago. I liked the Rundown. I was gonna say I think it's the Rundown. The rundown was really fun. 
It was before we got into the mega roided out of his mind rock era. He looked like a normal person. He still looked like wrestler rock for yeah. the most part. Uh, where he was just a big dude rather than, you know, steroids, like a, the syringes a, a sticking freak out of his beast, body. Right. Like yeah. it's, it's allegedly, it's not natural allegedly. now. Right. <laughs> it's just, it doesn't look good. No. When you, okay. I'm like getting, now we're three topics deep on side <laughs> topics. There, did you see there was this thing, this guy, the liver king, who's a big fitness influencer, I guess. And when you you take one look at this guy, it's like, oh, he's just roided out of his mind. Like, mm-hmm. he's on everything. Like, he's got abs on top of abs. His chest, his whole upper body just looks like, I don't even know how to describe it. You should just look it up. This he, guy, is, he doesn't drink water, so he can be really dehydrated. Yeah, he's super ripped. Yeah. Yeah. It, just, he's on all the steroids. And I guess forever he's, because he has some big fitness empire, and some company, I think he sells, I think he's one of these, like, people who sells the, the supplements, you know, if ah. you just, like, eat meat and, you know, and do take this, this and that, you'll you look too like could me. look like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, I guess it, somehow someone got a hold of um, his purchases of testosterone or whatever he's been buying to maintain this freak physique. And he had to basically come out and be like, yeah, I've been on steroids this whole time. But guys, I still had to work hard, which I don't disagree with. I mean, you know, look, you could be on all the steroids in the world. If you don't work out, it's not going to do anything. Well, if you're just sitting on the couch, right, you're just going to be mad all the time. It's like, that's not going to help anything. (laughs) So I don't take away. It's like it's like the rock. I don't take away all the time in the gym from him. But this is my issue with it. I don't have any issue with anyone doing steroids of their own volition. Do whatever you want. It's your body. I feel the same way about stuff like trans people. It's not affecting me. Do whatever you want to, you know, help with your self-image or sure. make I mean, yourself happy. I mean, they two different topics. Two different, sure. two, two totally different things, but I'm just saying in the sense of it doesn't affect anyone else. That's the, the right wing is coming for the steroid users next. <laughs> this is steroid users. That's the yeah. new, that's the next wing. No, issue. I know it's not comparable. We've destroyed trans people's lives. Now we're going for the steroid users. The steroid users. users. Um, but when I have a problem with it, when it comes to the fitness influencers or someone like the rock or what you're selling me something is you're presenting it like this is something that's possible, achievable. Sure. And maybe for the 0.5% out there who just have unbelievable, perfect genetics, maybe, maybe, but for everyone else. And again, we're talking about the rock. This is a guy with freak genetics right out of the gate. I mean, mm-hmm. he was he was big even when he wasn't on anything. Well, that's the annoying thing. Like, he looks like it doesn't... Now he looks like the Hulk. And this is just my opinion. Maybe some people are into it. I think he looks terrible. He yeah, was like... You I'm looked, not into men, but it's not no, my thing. You looked good back like in the rundown I, you yeah. shouldn't be it's it's especially when you hear about how I think actually talk about the fucking Hank Nader he's talked about how like in those scenes where you're going to be like naked or topless or whatever that they do dehydrate themselves so that the to muscles are more defined and it's yeah. like I don't want that that's not that's not pleasant that's horrible and and, and it's the same thing with someone like him I because I look I'm not accusing anyone of anything I'd be very 
surprised to find out that Cavill, as he looks in Superman and as he looks in um, The Witcher, is not on steroids. Hank, I would be very, Hank, Hank. I would be very surprised to learn that. Hank, Eric Hank. knows you're natty. It's okay. <laughs> Hank. And if he ever came on this podcast, I'd ask him point blank. I'd mm-hmm. ask him because I want to know what he's on so I can do it. And then I want to work out with him. And I'd like to eat with his personal chef. And if I could do all those things, <laughs> I you too, too could be, I believe truly deep down, I could do a better job as Geralt of Rivia than the least Hemsworth. Well, we got to get you to say the name correctly first. What'd I say? Geralt. What'd I say? Geralt. Geralt. It's Geralt. Oh, okay. My bad. It's been years since I played The Witcher. Here's the thing. Hemsworth, the least, might be good. We don't know. I doubt it. We do- I'm, not, I'm not holding my breath. But there's a chance as we delve even further into the subtopics. Yeah. We're going to bring it back up. So anyways. I don't remember what the starting topic I, no, I, was. I'm going to get back DC. to it. I, no, no, no. I'm going to get back to it. Okay. We're going to go up okay. level. Okay. This is like Inception. We're incepting. We're incepting. We're, we're coming out of the dream. We're one level at a time. So yes, we're going up one level. Now, first off, my point just is, if you're The Rock or whoever, you're someone with a lot of eyeballs on you. You have a shitload of fucking celebrity. Just be honest about what you're doing. Like, does anyone actually care is there someone out there you're gonna break their heart if you say oh yeah this whole time i've been doing you know hrt and hgh and that's why i've gained you know 50 pounds of muscle between being 30 and 50 pure muscle you know just say it this it's like it's like the Lance Armstrong thing. Yeah, you cheated like crazy, but you know what? They were all cheating. Well, everybody just, is cycling cheats. You're just right. the best cheater. Right. You're still the best. You're just the best cheater. You know, it's like McGuire. He was just a better cheater than Sammy Sosa. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they were both better cheaters than um, who's the guy who like started exposing everyone? Who Jose knew, Canseco. Canseco. Yeah, that's that's probably why he was, you know. And he got all hot and he was like, all right. I was just, oh yeah, I was doing steroids before all of them and I still was just okay. <laughs> now I'm going to rat all you out. Yeah. But that's all I wish is just, you know, be honest about what you're doing so people can have a realistic expectation. Yeah, but then we can't sell people things. <laughs> you could still sell them. I mean, now to bring it back up another level. Okay, now. we're going up. I think that to my memory, this is the first rock movie that just seemingly bombed right i mean i can't remember another rock movie that bombed and lost money i did jungle cruise but jungle cruise didn't do great that wasn't a good movie uh no it wasn't i walked in you you had it on with izzy and i sat down like halfway through it i was just like wow this is fucking terrible usually a lot of these movies right even if they don't do well here they do well in china they do well overseas and they make their money in the end sure it sounds like black adam isn't going to make its money in the end um, or except, it's going to be close. Well, it depends on who you listen to. I mean, if you listen to The Rock. <laughs> it's doing great. It's doing great. I think last time I looked, we made a billion dollars. Um, No, it's been... I think this is also kind of probably one of the first movies he's done that has had just... absolutely gigantic expectations to go with it because it's a it's a dc 
It should be a tentpole movie. You know, this it should be a billion dollar movie. Um, and he hasn't had he hasn't been in many movies like that. All of the movies, his general, his track record with movies has been, you know, just fun action movies. Like him getting injected into the Fast and the Furious was genius. It's like these are not like the Fast and the Furious movies make tons of money. They're incredibly stupid. The expectations for them are not to make a billion dollars. But these studios do not, you know, Warner Brothers and Marvel do not make tentpole movies expecting $250 million. Right. They're expecting a billion dollars out of all of these superhero movies and to not right. even come close. That's That's got to hurt for them. And I know, so what's interesting about this particular scenario is I was reading some rumor so everything I'm about to say is completely conjecture on hearsay, but it's interesting. That sounds like this podcast. That's exactly what this podcast is. <laughs> so, but it's it's interesting because the what the rumor mill is saying is that The Rock is pissing off a lot of people um, at DC or just in general. Uh well, at, at Warner Brothers, okay, specifically, um, and who, uh, whoever the new. CEO of the Overlord company is. Can't remember his name. Oh, yeah. The one who's like tearing apart HBO Max and yeah. driving that into the ground. Right. Did you see they removed Westworld from HBO Max? Well, so then you don't have to pay residuals. <laughs> We're going down another level, Bob. We'll get back to it. We'll come back. That's oh. all. That's all I'm going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> it's just, I saw that. I was like, that just ended. <laughs> it's been like two months. Yeah. Right? Well, I guess I'm not. Definitely not going to watch it now. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it now. Um, You'd have to pirate it. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I guess because he's just been really um, aggressive in promoting the movie. And, you know, he came out and did the whole, like, you know, we really pushed hard to get Cavill back into D.C. And I get, like, his <laughs> Oh, so it's The Rock's fault. It, the agent... He has the same agent as Henry Cavill and, like, all this other shit. It's that guy in the back going, like, shut up, man. Shut up. So Stop. So, like, he's just really trying to work this and make it happen. And um, and from what I've seen of The Rock, I think it's mostly genuine. I think he just wants to be, you know, successful in everything he does. And he's just trying to make connections and just whatever is going on right now at Warner Brothers with their new leadership, they are just not having it is the understanding. And they're really annoyed with him. Um, so it's it's interesting because it's like for as like showy and as big of a name as The Rock is, he ain't nothing to billionaires well, and executives. Well, and is he a draw? Well, you might be thing. putting up with that from somebody whose movies are are consistently doing well, but if you're not a draw, yeah, you need that, to shut your face. That is the that is interesting because I would say yes, he has been for the last five, six, whatever, however long he's been doing the Hollywood thing since it really took off for him. Sure, because if you remember stuff like the Rundown, that didn't. I mean, it did well, but it wasn't. You know, oh, it wasn't a blockbuster. Gigantic. Movie. That's success. also. 
that's twenty that's years right ago at this point. Right, that's a long ass time. <laughs> it's ago. not twenty but, years ago, but it's a while ago. But is but is the rock a draw? Only to a certain degree. Like, can you like? I think I feel like you can throw the rock at so many movies, and he will bring eyeballs to those movies. But they're always going to be those B tier movies, you know. For the rundown came out in two thousand and three. Wow. Yes, I was right. 19 years ago. By the skin of your fucking yes. teeth. I knew it wasn't 20 years ago, Bob. Ah, right again. Rosario <clears throat> Dawson was in that movie. Huh. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah it was her, Sean William the Scott. Rundown. The rundown's good. I, on, yeah. I honestly believe that's the best of the rock movies. Hmm. It's a solid little action film. It's fun. It's fun. It's a good time. I remember enjoying it. Now, is it something I'd be like, oh, you should seek this out. You should definitely watch it. Eh. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not a, oh, my God, you got to see it. It's like a lost gem or but anything. if it's on and if you're bored. If you happen to come across it on streaming, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I've ever seen it on a streaming service. Well, that's one of the big problems with the. I mean, well, we can get there. But it's just you're losing. If you don't have hard copies of the stuff, it's just gone. Mm-hmm. So it it is interesting though because it seemed like The Rock was hoping oh Black Adam's going to come out it's going to be a huge success they're going to build the whole DC universe around me and I'm just going to beat the shit out of Superman on camera and it's going to be fucking awesome right I think that's what The Rock thought maybe you know? but it, it's also it's a little delusional because it's like you're Black Adam. Well, and I think that's N- problem number one. It's Black Adam, a character nobody knows. Nobody knows and nobody cares Nobody about. cares. Which doesn't mean that you can't make a movie that works with a character like that. I mean, look at fucking Guardians of the Galaxy. No sure. one knew Guardians of the Galaxy. Nobody gave a shit about Guardians of the Galaxy. But I think the differences there, there were a few differences. One, that was at a time where Marvel was flying high. Sure. And everything Marvel that came out was a big success. Right. We're kind of on and, like the backswing of the superhero movie boom. Right. And two, that movie, when it came out, got a lot of positive press immediately. Like immediately people were like, Guardians of the Galaxy is really good. Right. Like, oh shit, you need to go see this. Yeah, like you so, may not know these characters, but you need to go see I this I don't know movie. how that movie's opening weekend was, but I'm going to go ahead and guess maybe the second weekend was bigger than the first. Because I seem to remember that movie getting a lot of really positive press when well, it came out. Well, then you had out. the good word of mouth. and Right. Because it was surprising. No, mm-hmm. it was, yeah, I remember thinking before it came out, oh, like, I don't really what care. What is this? Yeah, right. like, whatever. And I mean, it was like, oh. It'll be cool to see Batista, but other than that, like, Who could possibly I, I don't care. really right. care about this. And then you saw it and you're thinking, no, oh. this is the best Marvel movie they've done. Yeah, <laughs> this know? is actually a lot of fun. And I think it might still be the best Marvel movie they've done. It's in the team photo. It's anyway. certainly in that top tier of, of, of Marvel films, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And I say that without having seen any of the last. <laughs> you haven't missed much. Four or five? That's what yeah, I've been told. I mean, Between I, you and... Uh, I didn't watch Black Widow. What else has there been recently? There was Black Widow. There was Thor. Yeah, there was Thor. Eternals. Doctor Eternals, Strange. Yeah, Doctor Strange. I watched those three, and of those three, honestly, Eternals is the best one. 
And Eternals bad. get shit on a lot. That doesn't bode well. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, I have heard... Though that I don't think I've heard one person... no good. Yeah. That Doctor Strange movie is... It's okay. Oh, and then Wakanda it's, Forever just I didn't see that either. Out. I didn't see that either, and I have no interest. I don't... It's like the Tom Cruise thing. I have no interest in watching the movies with starring crazy people. I just don't. It's just such a turnoff for me. You know what trailer didn't just come out, though, that I'm like, oh, maybe that gets me back to the theater. The, uh, the Spider-Verse sequel. I, I haven't seen the first one yet, but I really? know it's really good. Is that oh, on Disney that's Plus? A great movie. I should watch that. I don't know if that's on Disney Plus because it's Sony. If mm. not, I mean, we, I'm sure we have the I'm pretty disc. sure we own it, oh, so... Okay. Well, so, I'd like to watch that. Honestly, that's a that's what I would that's call... That's a must watch. Yeah, that's like a perfect movie I, in I, like every way, shape, and form. I did read people noticed in this new whatever Spider-Verse trailer mm-hmm. that the Sony Spider-Man from the video games is in that trailer too. So like they're just bringing in all the various Spider-Mans, I guess. It's, yeah, the... Um, well, this the one, first one the first perfect. one was Into the Spider-Verse. I believe this is Across the Spider-Verse, if memory serves. Yeah. The first one is just, it's it's a nice, fresh take, because we all love Peter Parker. And he he's there, but the Miles Morales story is just great. Well, and I think by going animated with it, you really were able to, to break free of the other franchises. I think mm-hmm. one of the problems that, I feel like you get with a lot, you know, anytime you do live action reboots is your, it's so hard to disconnect it from, you know, previous iterations. Sure. Especially in Spider-Man. Well, especially now where you did a movie where you bring everybody back and it's yeah. like this. Yeah. You know, and when you, when you talk about like the, the iterations of Batman, it's been interesting because those have been so wildly different. Mm hmm you know between the different different movies but you know spider-man like if you go from the toby mcguire's to the andrew garfield's and even to tom holland's while i will 100 percent argue that tom holland is the best of both worlds um in that scenario it's like you're still got a live action new york to a live action new york to a live action new york and it, it's it's just hard to to really to distinguish visually distinguish sure. them. So that was really cool about Into the Spider Verse, and I thought it made it made it jump like so much more. And the artwork's beautiful. The thought and care that were put into uh, the animation and the design uh, of the city, the characters. It really shines through, and that's why, uh, for me, I mean, the story is great, too, but just the, it's it's one of those total package movies. Mm-hmm. Like, something that, like, Guillermo del Toro directed, where it's like, he, he clearly cares about, like, the art department. He cares about the CG. He's having conversations with these people. It's not just a CGI nightmare that we're all just shrugging our shoulders and saying, oh, we'll just fix it all in post, because who could possibly fucking care? Well, and it, to what you're talking about, and this goes for anime as well as, you know, certain types of, you know, computer generated work. When you see such an incredible animation, even if it's just a few frames, you know, someone or a group of people spent some insane amount of man hours 
to draw that or to animate it or whatever. This actually ties into something else I'd like to talk Cause, about. Because not everybody knows that, Alex. No, because it does. Like, even... Like, I'm trying to... Rem- you know, depending on what level of quality you're going for, I've seen anime directors talk about how just doing, like, a minute... Like, l- like literally a minute scene could take months of work. Oh, definitely. Yeah. A thousand percent. Because a second is at least traditionally is 24 there's 24 frames in a second so that's 24 stills and obviously you have your key frames and then you're going and doing your in-betweens into that so what's 24 times there's 60 seconds in a minute yes mm-hmm. math so whatever that math is that's that's not an insignificant amount of work yeah it's a lot and, and even if certain things aren't moving in the picture you'd still have to you know do all these little changes these subtle animations along the way oh sure and i mean you have your background artists you have your your key character artists like the the person who's doing the character animation isn't necessarily the same person as doing anything going on in the background or painted the background that's different people if depending on the production one one thing that was is really interesting in like just appreciating how much goes into animation. They had a, um, we visited this um, really cool exhibit. Um, at one point, it, it was, or maybe I did on a trip, the, the Walt Disney exhibit. Were you here there with me for that? Was I that can't remember where I saw it. You were in Florida? I don't think it was in Florida. It I may don't, have been at a museum in Philly. I don't remember going to a Walt Disney. Exhibit. Okay, I, regardless, um, I, I saw you know, and they they kind of walked through, like all of like, just like the incredible work that Disney did in bringing up animation, and like how they figured out how to do it, and you you like you'd have the different panes of glass and. Yeah, that is rad to see. You know, it? and you see like, oh, okay, so they're not drawing a full scene every time you're drawing a character and you put the glass in the, and, and then you work through all of that and you just see what they do and it gives you a real appreciation for it. And while, yes, they're not really doing it that way anymore, like all of those core concepts still exist, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the digital animation space, you know, they've they've come up with analogs for them in computers and it's like it just so you have to like it takes so much it's not just somebody uh clicking a button a button and having something generate it takes a lot of blood a lot of sweat a lot of tears uh in a previous life i studied animation for a bit and it's not easy it's very very difficult and there's definitely an art and a care to it and it's frustrating because you see a lot of people are like well anime animation is just for kids so who gives a shit and it's like <clears throat> which is why i like seeing guillermo del toro out there he just did that pinocchio movie which i think is on netflix and we have to mm. watch and that's stop motion and he's a big advocate for this is film this is art it's not just you can't just cast it mm-hmm. aside as is not serious and then there and we can this is uh, i know we're talking about dc but then there's the ai generation shit that like I can rant about for hours, but we'll we'll I like, I like a good rant. 
Well, we're still talking about DC and that I know. stuff. So. so to bring it all the way back, we're back on the top level now, Bob. When I first read that article, and I think I sent you a text back when I, I, I read that article, and to me, it was unclear, okay, does this mean all these people are done? Or does this just mean we're canceling these projects as they are and we're going to do something else? And we're shuffling. Right? Maybe there, maybe Gal Gadot is still Wonder Woman. Right, but we're just not doing Wonder Woman 3 as it was. Right, but we're doing kind of a, a, and, a crisis on infinite Earths, and, if and, you will. And that's unclear. All that's clear right now is it seems to me, based on what Patty Jenkins said, it seems like she's out. That's kind of the tone I got from that thing she that's wrote. what I that's how I read it yeah what it seemed she wrote. like she's, that seemed like a goodbye she's you'll hope done. To see you someday right. I'm out of here right it seemed like she got you know let go or whatever happened you know I don't right. know um when it comes to Gal Gadot and Henry Cavill it seems very unclear I would have to believe I would be shocked if Cavill is not Superman that's Based what I, on the I, timing I, of all the announcements. That's the thing, right? I would be shocked. Because it's like you're not leaving, you know, whatever you may. He left The Witcher for money. That's all you could say. It's artistic. It's, it, the finger thing means the money. You're not leaving a set job for the next, I don't know, couple years to go on a maybe and then exactly. have this happen. I think it's pretty much guaranteed that he's Superman, barring something nuts happening. Be, well, and think about it. When you look at the entire cast of the DC Universe, Cavill was never one of the problems. And he's got the look of it. Well, and yeah. I was... He is, he, you can make him the, Superman. It's, it's always been the writing. That's it exactly It hasn't been it. his performance. I no. think if you get like if you get Superman written well by somebody who understands the character and doesn't try to make it Batman... And I, and I like uh, what's-his-face's Aquaman. I think he brought a coolness factor to a traditionally very dorky character. Oh, a thousand percent. I enjoyed that Aquaman movie. It, wasn't, it was goofy. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but it was fun. It wasn't that bad, yeah. And he's got charisma. Um, Jason Gal- Momoa? That's his yeah, name, Jason right? Momoa, yeah, Jason Momoa, yeah. And, and look, Gal Gadot, she's fine. Um, I can't... I don't know. It's tough... To think about what women you would put in that role, right? Because there's nobody else that's. It would almost. I'd like you to go with somebody who's, who's um, unknown, maybe not a superstar, and yeah. just like see what you can do with it. Because I can't. I, I, really, don't, I, I can't think of who you would put in that role from like a from a star level, right? Because yeah, let's, I, let's I make think, somebody. Why I not? I think the action. Yeah, I think the there aren't really that many female action heroes like. In terms of stars who play them, you know, you've got Scarlett Johansson did the Black Widow thing, but I don't think she fits Wonder Woman. No, no. Uh, You have Charlize Theron is out there doing all her. She does a lot of action stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't think she fits Wonder Woman at all. Um, Who else is even in there? I mean, you know, I know Emily Blunt does some action stuff, but not that much. I I don't really see her at this point. I don't see her as at this point. You know, when I think of those three women too, I think they've 
aged out of that role as well unless you're doing an older woman wonder woman which i don't think you would i think you gotta you gotta do the search let's find somebody let's just open it up and let's see what we can do i agree with that i mean i think you should go out there try to find someone who has a little bit of stature some natural physical charisma um and just try to make a star yeah fits the look decent actor and if if let's go and if you don't want to you know anchor a whole movie and say hey we're doing a wonder woman reboot and here's a new star and we're going to take a big risk if you don't want to do that put her in a justice league movie see if it works and then you can decide hey okay now we'll do the individual movie you know what i will be sad about losing that fucking bomb ass wonder woman theme music oh man oh that's so good oh it's great that I think every single person walked out of Batman v Superman colon pile of shit. (laughs) And everyone, I think most, I'm not going to say everyone, I think most people hated that whole fucking movie. Except for when Wonder Woman showed up, beat up Darkseid. That wasn't Darkseid, right? Who was it? Uh, No, yeah. No, it wasn't Darkseid. No, Apocalypse, right? No. Uh, no. Doomsday. Doomsday. There we go. Boom. She beats up Doomsday. The, a the bit. look over is she that with you awesome. and they hit that fucking guitar the sting? The music. Oh, that theme, the best part of that movie by far. Oh, it's not even Nothing's close. Nothing's even fucking close. <laughs> and I remember when they showed a trailer for that first Wonder Woman movie and that theme hits at the end of the trailer and you're like, yes. There's at least one intelligent person yep. at DC. Yep. There's Somebody knows one, one person. No, the person making the trailers knows what's up. Good for them. And the trailer house is probably like not at DC. So it's somebody that they hired. As, as an aside, to kill a kill for a second, <laughs> they play that Don't Lose Your Way song twice an episode, I swear. You know what, though, Alex? Every I'm kind time of okay with they it. hit it, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm kind of okay with it. You know, you know what it reminds me of? <laughs> you know in Dragon Ball Super, every time Goku was going to do something really cool, they start with that, you know that song? Yeah. It's kind of like that. Every time they hit that song in Dragon Ball Super, you're like, shit's about to go it's down. It's that One Punch Man song. They've got one song in the entire show. It's just played at different like cadences, and it's great every time. Yeah, it's like, oh, this is the fifth time they're playing this song. I'm still into it. So, <laughs> still you know, I it. do think they should keep Ezra Miller, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that, okay, with all the things that are going on over there at DC, if that Flash movie releases with Ezra Miller and all the lunacy going around with them, bonkers decision-making if that happens. Bonkers. Yep. I mean, that should be... If they're not going to release that Batwoman movie... That's what I was just going to say. If we're not releasing that... You cannot release the Flash. We cannot release the Flash. There's no way the Flash is better than that Batwoman movie. I don't believe it. I mean, the star alone of the movie certainly has much, uh, you know, no controversy versus a shitload. There's no way that... It couldn't have been that bad. How bad could it have been? This is my question. How bad could it have possibly been to not release, okay, if that's what was actually going on and it wasn't some weird thing? Because who knows, right, what the hell's going on? But 
there's no way you can sully the DC film's name. That's okay? the thing, right? <laughs> it's like you guys have been doing like... that on your own since, like, uh, Christian Bale stepped away as Batman. <laughs> other, seriously, since then, other than the most recent Suicide Squad movie, they've all been basically trash. Like, Wonder Woman, you know what I say about this movie. About two-thirds of Wonder Woman, really good, goes off a cliff at the end. I know, you don't like the end. Man of Steel is good for about 20 minutes, right off a cliff. Uh, the music was great in Man of Steel, by yeah, the way. Who's doing the music? It's always the same Our guy. man. It's always Hans. Hans. <laughs> man of Steel was great when Russell Crowe was in it, and then the moment Russell Crowe left, it was like... This no, you know what it was? Sucks. It was like as soon as like they were, it, it, it's that scene where it's fucking, it's Kevin Costner, right? It's the dad, his pocket. Yeah. Oh God. And he's like, oh, you should just save me. No, not even that. You should have let the, the kids in the, oh, in the school yeah. bus drown. And he's like, what? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? And it's like, the, do you, how do you not understand the concept of Superman? How, how is this lost on you people? Is Christopher Nolan just sitting there collecting a check? Was he not guiding anything here? You're killing me. I don't think. Uh, You're killing I, I'm me, Smalls. I'm honestly surprised Christopher Nolan wanted his name on that shit. I would have asked them. If I were him, if I would have saw the draft. He saw if, the final if cut. I would have saw he was the, like, f- oh, the first no. cut. I would have said, I don't want take my name off of this. Seriously, I would have. I would have been like, I'm Christopher Nolan. I do not need my name sullied by this trash. What's the, there's a, I think it's in Batman v Superman colon John of Justice where the, where Ma Kent tells Clark, uh, you don't owe them anything. And I was just like, I don't even, like Superman is not my favorite character. I'm a Batman person. I'm a Green Lantern person. I was so enraged on behalf of Superman because it's just like, how, how are you not getting this? The core, like, Okay, literally. I'm not a What's Superman. I'm yeah. not a Superman guy. Oh, that's either. a good movie. <laughs> Stanley Tucci <laughs> in that fucking wig. Hell yes. I'm not a Superman guy either. I enjoy the character when he's used correctly and everything. But Written I'm not well. Like, Superman's great. I'm not thinking. Oh my god, Superman! I love Superman so much. Sure, he's just another character to me. Sure, but to me, the core of Superman is that. He will not let anyone die no matter what, right? Like, if I have any control over the situation at all, I would rather literally throw myself into the sun than watch one person die. I will do everything I can to prevent that. And then you get that Dragon Ball Z fight in that city at the end of that Man of Steel movie. In Man of Steel, at the end of Man of Steel, like a million people die. I swear to God, a million people die. If I may borrow a phrase from another podcast, it's like 75 9-11s. Seriously. Listen to We Hate Movies. They're delightful. (laughs) But no, you're sitting there and you're just like, you guys, you, you just, it's that no one gave any thought to anything. No one's having a conversation. And you're having this giant CGI nonsense fight where millions of people are dying and then at the end, in a Superman movie. And then at the end, people are mad Superman kills... Um, Zod. What's his name? Yeah, it's General Zod. It's, it's like, that's the least offensive of all the shit that's happened in this <laughs> shitty movie. Like, before, by the time you get to that, you're already done. That's just... that You're just watching that part and you go, 
You've already okay, got sweet, like you've got the blood over. of millions on your hands. Yeah, there were Metropolis two... is like rubble. It has been laid to waste. There were three good parts of that whole movie. One by a mile, the music. Music's great. Two, the part on Krypton, very well done. The opening, sure. And yes, in number three. When the one female Kryptonian is just teleporting around, beating the shit out of the U.S. Army, that was awesome. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'll give Everything you that. else should have just been left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> they could have just they could have released a half hour movie. <laughs> it would have been great. And it would have been way better. I just improved that movie dramatically. I, I appreciate that. What was it? Michael Shannon got a pretty nice paycheck. Got the new bathroom. And I think he tried in that movie, too. Oh, definitely. He fucking oh, yeah. tried. He's always showing up for you. Same with Amy Adams. She's doing her yeah. best. She's just, what do I got? I got nothing. I did like that. I always like, I think everyone always remembers the part with Michael Shannon where they're like uh, putting him in the, they're putting him in, in the, the dick the, the cage or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I will find them. Yeah. Or him he's or whatever trying. he says. He's <laughs> putting know? in some effort. He knows he the tried. material is dog shit. He's trying for you. If I'm Zack Schneider, if I could go back in time, I think I just make 300 and then I retire. And then just go away forever. Yeah. <laughs> like you make 300, you retire. That's all you ever do, right? You just magically show up out of thin air. You get the director job on 300. You make that. You quit. And then everyone just like thinks of you almost as this mythical director. Like, right. oh man, what <laughs> else could he have done? Remember if that guy? Continued? Oh. Wow, 300 was so good, right? Like, he didn't do anything. I mean, it's all been shit other than 300. Well, because, well, yeah. like, they got a bug up like their ass, and they were like, oh, he's this visionary director. And it's like, eh, he, no. He adapted a comic frame for right. frame. Right. And I'm not and I'm not criticizing him. He did a oh, great job. Oh, no, no, no. 300 for... I think adapting is, I think adapting is hard. Yes. As we've seen yes. with things, for sure. It's, it's yeah. I he like, did a great job with that. Anything still. where he had to come up with any ideas on his own, very bad. <laughs> very bad times. <laughs> So to bring it all the way back up, I all the be, way, I would be shocked if Cavill isn't back as Superman. I mean, seriously shocked, like bookmark this part of the podcast. Bring it up to me. I would be shocked. I will legitimately have an aneurysm from laughing so hard. I I will die of an aneurysm. I think if I were running the place, Ezra Miller would be fucking out, but he would have been out already. A long time ago. They would have been out. But I yes. would be fine with either bringing back Gal Gadot or trying someone new. Either way, it doesn't bother me. Again, I think it's... The first like the first Wonder Woman, when it was good, it wasn't really because of her. And when it was bad, it wasn't really because of her. It wasn't her fault. Right. Yeah. And that second one is just like, oh, what are awful. we doing? Doesn't she... She spends like the whole movie like raping a guy. Because she thinks it, she's pretending it's what's his face. Well, he like, like possesses he, the guy. <laughs> but it's still not no, his it, body. Right, exactly. She essentially right. spends the whole movie. If you think about this for two seconds, well, she see, essentially spends the whole movie. And therein lies, a man. lies the fucking now, problem. Would I be that upset being raped by Gal Gadot? No. Well, I wouldn't be. If it was if it was consensual, no, you wouldn't have an issue with it. <laughs> if it was actually rape, I think you'd have a little bit of a problem. But the semantics. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> There's worse things that could happen. Okay, here. let's not diminish I'm certain not diminishing things. I know okay. you're not. All right, let's move on. Moving on. 
and and hopefully uh, Jason Momoa comes back because I think he did a good job too. And I don't anyone who can make Aquaman even remotely palatable, I give them credit. Right. Because Aquaman in like every format ever is a total geek. Correct. So I'm interested to see kind of what comes out of it all, and because my favorite uh, uh, characters or comic book characters are in DC. And who's gonna play Batman? I mean, my God, they got Pattinson down, or uh, I don't. He's think... just kind of been like above it all. I have a feeling if they're doing more of the Pattinson Batman, that's going to be kept separate from the rest of it. I just can't imagine the Pattinson Batman. As he was, pre- we haven't watched it yet, so okay, I can't speak okay. to it. So, but. as he was presented in that movie, I would be shocked if that character showed up in a Justice League team up movie or something. Well, what I would hope, like sincerely, because I am very like, I don't need all my comic book. I actually movies. totally forgot Pattinson did that Batman movie, by the way, and I watched it. I, I don't need my comic book movies to be all grimdark. Like, I wouldn't mind a more kind of, like... It's been so bright, long, though, since like, there's been a grimdark... Like, the last grimdark was the previous Batman movies, right? So... I think Justice... Or, uh, not Justice yeah. League. Uh, Batman v Superman, colon. Okay, Doc, well, I just grimdark. pushed that out of my memory like it didn't exist. I mean... That's the way that you should I go honestly, about your life. I honestly forgot it existed <laughs> until you just mentioned it. Yeah. Like, we talked about it five minutes ago. Yeah. Then I immediately, then you immediately forgot immediately about it that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's I mean, that's that's the way you should live your life. I, I think I'm really interested to see what Gunn does with this and the strategy moving forward because it just I'm genuinely at a part where, point where I just don't care about superhero movies right now well you have to it first and foremost if you want to get me back it just needs to be a good movie yes i don't care let's just start with that i don't care who's playing who i don't care that it's a batman movie or a green lantern movie or a wonder woman movie a bare fucking minimum anymore if you're gonna get me to watch something it just has to be good under 120 minutes it's fun (laughs) that ain't happening keep dreaming it's funny that since that Green Lantern movie with Ryan Reynolds, they just kind of pretend like Green Lantern doesn't exist. Like, that movie was so bad, it killed the Green Lantern. It makes well, me very, I do, very sad. I do... Th- there's... There's an interesting aspect to, like... Though I never sat through that, so... Did you sit through that movie? No. I just heard it was bad and it broke my heart, so I didn't bother. I, I mean, I think there's there's an interesting aspect to... Like the fact that you had, you know, Jeff Johns involved at a high level in the DC movie verse for a while. And it's, you know, and you had this train wreck of a Green Lantern, and they probably were sitting there trying to figure out what, was gonna, what they were going to do. And what I think is so interesting about bringing Gunn in is while he has done awesome work with the comic book stuff that he's been given. He's not a comic book guy. Like he didn't come up as a writer or an illustrator. As far as I know, he's a filmmaker and you, and I think you, you need filmmakers 
making these decisions and yes somebody who understands the language of film yeah and it's someone who who can adapt what's on the page to what's gonna fit work on screen well and you need to know what film audiences want yes you know you people who are gonna go and pick up the trade every week that that's a very different person than the person who's going to the movie theater i mean there's overlap of course but you're you're it's a different audience it's a different market and um so you almost have to you know i think what these studios need to do is and i think marvel has been kind of successful at it or not kind of but immensely successful at it is you know just separating the comics and the comic characters from what's on screen and you can have you know you know who your big characters are in you know your universe like there's no way superman and batman are never going to be the top two characters in dc that's just not the way it is but if if you can't you know if if you can't elevate any character you're going to put on screen you're gonna have a problem mm-hmm. marvel did that very well mm-hmm. at least to a point well who give a shit about iron man not until those movies right he was just a guy right. robert downey jr made that well that was yeah. pitch perfect casting you know because you got to go with you know see what see what sticks see what people react to mm-hmm. and and roll with it but well, you've got you've got so, like sorry I didn't mean to cut you off no, but fine. it's like you've got these edicts I never cut you off no never I do all yes the time. all the time you get these edicts on like the DC side it seems like oh you know it's oh it's got you know it's you're always got to have Batman you always got to have Superman and they've always got to be the top two it and you're limiting yourself the super cinematic universe well there there is your big problem. Like, Marvel was just like, we're going to take a shot in the dark. We're going to throw that Avengers thing at the end of Iron Man. Maybe something will come with it, but we don't know until we know how this movie is going to do. And it did gangbusters, and I was like, okay, maybe maybe we got something here. It's not something that you can do the way DC tried to do it, where it was like, oh, we did a movie. Now we're going to do the team-up movie, and then we're going to do... Another team-up movie, and I don't give a fuck about any of these characters. Well, and there's the key word, the characters. Right. You, th- you think about, you know, superhero movies are really about, you're going to get people to care because of individual characters. You care about Iron Man because Robert Downey Jr. does such a good job of making you, like, see who Tony Stark is, what his personal demons are, and how he works through it, and that, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he he comes around to make that hard decision at the end. Mm-hmm. Twice, honestly. And like, okay, you built a hero here. You right. built the character I care about. Um and that's the amazing thing about the first Wonder Woman movie is they wanted to cut the no man's land scene. I was like, no, that's that's the movie. That's, that's the movie. That's the whole that's fucking the movie whole thing. right there, you boobs. Yeah. So, you know, just 
Well, that's just a testament to executives just need to keep their nose out of things and trust the filmmakers who, like, have an idea of how to make a movie. But that's a whole nother rant. But people, I think film-going audiences, they they latch on to characters and collectible items you can buy. But, you know, it's... it's (laughs) Stairs and Funko Pops. Well, and we and we shit. We've been shitting on DC a lot, but I do also feel like Marvel stuff feels very lifeless and directionless Lately. right now. Yeah, and I know there is a direction. I know they're they've have their plan of all these various movies. I just and, don't care. And I just right now I don't care, and I think it's going to be hard to build up new people after you know shuffling off iron man and captain america for now i mean i know um sam wilson is captain america now but you still got to build up that character playing that role sure um why why did we collectively give up on marvel after um what was the last one? Endgame. Endgame. Because well, that because was the end. That, because it was the end. The story was over. You told the story that you started with that first fucking Iron Man movie. Well, and you, Ten and, year culmination. And you, and you lost your two main stars. Mm-hmm. And so now you have to replace them, which is not easy. <laughs> I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is especially basically impossible to replace. Mm-hmm. And Chris Evans did a really great job as Captain America. You know what surprised me? Who is a hilariously corny character, by the way, if you take a moment and think about it. But he's a corny character, but you need that character. It's the same yeah. reason you need Superman. But they cut and they touch on that in the movie. Oh, literally. You have Coulson say it very bluntly in the first Avengers movie. And... You do need that because you. I think you need in in your superhero story. You need the corny hero. You need the guy who is just. I am just here because I'm a good person, and I'm just. I believe in what's right, and I think they did an excellent job of showing that in that Captain America movie. Right. You got a good sense of who he was before he got. In the tooch, it wasn't the tooch that injected him with the serum. It was the tooch. Was it the tooch? It was the tooch. All comes back to the tooch. And look, I enjoy, you know, if you think about the stars right now of Marvel, I enjoy Hemsworth as Thor. I think he does a great job. I think that last movie was terrible, but I think he's great in that role. Sure. Once they figured out that character. Um, I didn't again I didn't like the last Doctor Strange movie but I think uh what what's his who plays Doctor Strange Benedict Cumberbatch Yeah 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 He does a great job as that character I believe uh, But outside of that it's like who you got man you know I mean I'd like it if She-Hulk shows up in one of these Avengers movies are they going to do that I have no idea Honestly g- give me more She-Hulk TV I I will very gladly continue watching the misadventures of uh of lawyer show name? lawyer show with the occasional matt murdoch sprinkled oh, in yeah i would rather have just the two of them have their own show that no one else interferes with. right there's no other like the interference hulk, from the, hulk the outside shows up every once in a while to be like the cool uncle right. or whatever the cool cousin because he was good in that too i think they they that was another show they did a great job of humanizing that character <laughs> When really in a lot of these Hulk, the movies the Hulk's been in recently, it's just like, what's his character been? Well, he doesn't have one. 
it's been first i'm i'm angry and then Which, i'm scared I mean, relatable <laughs> <laughs> like there really wasn't that much character there he's just a guy who breaks stuff mm-hmm. and i think they did a great job in that tv show of i, I want you to know right now that it is taking all of me not to launch into Limp Biscuit's seminal classic, Break Stuff. Okay. I had to bite my tongue to stop from launching into those lyrics. Please continue. Give me, give me some Break Stuff lyrics. No, no. Um, <laughs> it's not happening. But the one to me that I'll be interested to see, because much like Thor, I felt in his first movie or when he was first in the Avengers, just didn't do really do anything for me. It was just like a guy. I don't think they had figured out the character yet. There was no charisma. Not from the actor or the writing or anything. Um, I'll be interested to see how they do with this movie, The Marvels. Because I thought Captain Marvel sucked as a movie. But I think Brie Larson can be good in that character. I just thought the writing was shit. Well, (laughs) and Brie Larson is a good actress. Right. So I'm hoping they can kind of... Maybe give that character a little bit of charisma, spruce up the lines a little bit. Look, you need your action stars to have some cool lines, man. Right. This isn't a grand idea here, you know? Well, and what is... is, So that is happening? We are getting her in another movie? Oh, yeah. the, the, The Marvels, it's going to be her. And I know... I think there might be... I know for sure it's her and the character from the Miss Marvel TV show. Which I haven't watched yet, but I but really... Good. That's good. I really, really dug the comics, so I, I need to no, check that, that, that out. No, that TV show is good. You probably enjoy it, and it's only like six episodes, I think. I've always liked, what um, is it, Kamala Khan? I like that yeah. character quite a bit. The comics were a lot of fun. And, and it's funny because she's also, you know, a totally different character and everything, of course, different actress, but... Um, that character Kamala Khan in the Marvel Avengers game, which was a not a good game generally, but what I've heard. that that story with her character and everything was really good. That part of that game. Um, yeah, I've got like the first six trades from that run that started a while ago, but they're good. It's it's a fun story. I like her as a character. Hey, I want to talk about something, some WWE news. Uh, apparently. Vince McMahon believes he got bad advice and shouldn't have left the company, shouldn't have given up the chairman title and the CEO title and everything. And I'd like to get your thoughts on this development. Just die. You old, (laughs) you miserable old fuck. You evil, miserable old fuck. Just die. You know Hunter's sitting there like, God fucking damn it. Hunter's like, do I have any tapes? Have I recorded anything? Do, do I we have anything? anything? Do we have anything? What else can I leak? <laughs> Stephanie, did your father do anything to you when you were young? <laughs> like, what do we have? Wow. <laughs> just, know? you know, he's just sitting there like, no, I'm getting something going. No, don't come back. You're going to ruin everything. <sighs> He saw it was doing too well without him, so he's got to get in there. He's got to get in there and get his old man fingers all over everything again. Well, and well, I don't want him to come back. And for all the various, I agree with everything you just said. I do think he got, if it's true, he took someone's advice and that's what caused him or a group of people's advice, whatever. And that's what caused him to leave. Mm -hmm. I agree with him that he shouldn't. 
have, have left. He shouldn't have left. Now, not from my perspective, not from the perspective of what's right. A decent what person. What he should have done. Sure. But from the perspective of people really just don't care. So he may as well have stayed. Because the truth is, for the me and you who just would say, oh, fuck them, I'm not going to, fuck them, I'm not going to watch. Well, I'm going to continue not to watch, right. Um, There's another, like, 90% of people who just don't give a shit. Who don't care. Or maybe they care a little bit. They and don't they'll care. forget after a no. couple weeks. Alex, no they'll one. move on to the next Alex, thing. nobody cares about women in their plight. No it's one gives not, a shit. Even, I completely agree with that, but, I mean, I don't care about women. Obviously. But, <laughs> but that being said... <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. He's by the way, joking, obviously. Right. Um, I agree with the sen- sentiment that if he would have just, I thought when it was happening, I think I said on here, just wait a couple weeks, wait a month, it'll just go away. People move on to the next. Well, thing. I wonder though if People he really would have stayed, care. would there been a a continual sort of haranguing of him though through the people in the company trying to get rid of him. Hunter. maybe but i don't know because at the end of the day he's got total control he can do whatever he wants yeah they can't make him go yeah i don't know it, it was it was surprising to me to see him step down oh, i was surprised thousand percent I, I, for the reasons i just explained i, I mean i think I, like when when that happened i assumed like Someone had something so rock solid on him that there was just no way. But we, I mean, but you're completely right. I mean, we live in, you know, we've been showing over the last, you know, couple of decades progressively and more aggressively now that, you know, there, there's no consequences if you don't step down yeah there just isn't you know for a very long time there were you know if you think back just to to u.s politics right like there were times you know if nixon was today he wouldn't have stepped down no no chance not 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 a chance they would have pretended like nothing happened or they'll impeach you and then you get the the whole the the song and dance, but then they're not going to vote to actually remove you, right? And you see the same thing, it's the same thing everywhere, and no one speaks with their dollars, no, nope. on anything, and you you really there is no there is no reason other than so that you can sleep better at night to be a decent human being. And I really think maybe what happened is Vince thought if I don't leave, there's going to be a lot of backlash and the value of the company will go down. Or maybe he, maybe it's a combination of multiple things. Maybe he felt, okay, you know what? This is happening and I'm burned out. Maybe I need a break. Maybe I should be done. Let me step away for a little while. And maybe now it's been whatever it's been. I don't even know how long. A couple months. Six months or something. something. I don't even know. He's got the itch. Um, And maybe he's just bored. Which wouldn't surprise me because this maniac has never had anything else in his life. Right. 
Like his whole life has been this company. Right. I mean, this is not a guy. I'm not imagining Vince at home watching Yellowstone or something. Like it just doesn't. He takes seem no like, joy in his grandchildren. Doesn't yeah, talk to Linda. Linda's doing out her with own the grandchildren. thing. No, yeah, Linda and him are married in title only. I mean, it shows you actually how little that marriage means to them. That Vince was like spotted in public just dating some twenty year old. You know. <laughs> Like, well, and have have a little self respect. <laughs> and he dyed his hair black. Again. Did you see that? Oh, no, I didn't see that. Yeah, like, dude, we all know black. you're a thousand years old. Just relax. Yeah, but I, I mean, I do agree though that I, if I were him and I was an evil fuck, I probably just wouldn't have stepped down. Well, I mean, you trumpet. Yeah. Stay the course. Nothing matters. No one gives a shit. He has a big announcement coming tomorrow. Apparently. Oh, I wonder what big. Huge. 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 Bigly. No one's ever done a better announcement. It's the best announcement anyone's ever done. His um, dick must be so small. <laughs> okay, well, Allegedly. congrats to Story da- Stormy Daniels for making that work. She got paid. <laughs> Atta girl. That's you right. get your cash. Hey, for like 200 grand or whatever it was, you know, probably worth it. Maybe not. The, maybe not more. the mental scar. <laughs> It'd have to be a little more. If I'm being um, perfectly honest. And then the other interesting WWE thing that happened just today is segueing into sex work. Is sure. Uh, Mandy Rose, who had been, you know, she was in NXT initially a long time ago. Went up to the main roster, back down to NXT. She's been the NXT Women's Champion. I saw for over 400 days. So that's a really long, a long title time. reign, especially in WWE. Oh, I mean, yeah. They we're, love we're, to yeah, shuffling everything everywhere. Right. The place. Um, and she got beat last night for the title. And then I wake up today and I'm looking at Reddit and it's Mandy Rose has been fired. I'm like, what? You know, <laughs> it's like, that's weird. Where the because hell did that come from? When she dropped the title, I think people assumed, oh, she's probably going up to the main roster. Right. Um, well, that's usually the way it would work at least when right. we used to watch nxt and i guess it turns out what happened is she's not the only one but she's been doing i think it's called brand army which is sort of like an only fans equivalent i believe i don't know if she has an only fans and i think what's going on kind of within wwe is you can do stuff like the Brand Army stuff. And I think Scarlett Bordeaux might have an OnlyFans. I'm really not sure. I know she did before she went back to WWE. I don't know if she still maintains it or not. But um, I think you can do stuff like this as long as you don't go over a certain line, mm-hmm. right? As long as we're kind of keeping it in the bikini pictures stuff like that area like a pg-13 level sure i think they're okay with it apparently she had gone beyond that level like it was a lot of i think there was some actual nudity and touching yourselves type stuff like softcore porn level type stuff Mm -hmm. and i do you know i understand from their perspective we tell you hey keep it to a certain thing and then you start doing something else. I, I have a, a few things. Uh, WWE, and I, I never, bless you, I never looked at any of it because, you know, that didn't interest me at the time. Uh, uh, definitely had people pose for Playboy. That's true. Back in the day. That's true. 
And uh, the other thing, they're independent contractors. Sure. But we know I they're don't not. Know. But we know they're not real. We know they're not, but that's what you say so that you can fuck them out of giving them health care and good benefits and, and fair pay and all that. Well, even if we're going to use... Okay, even if we're going to use the independent contractor argument, I mean, it's their option to say, you know, we don't... You know, yeah, you're our independent oh, contractor. Oh, no, that's fair. Right, you're independent. We, we feel you no longer can represent our company, sure. so we're not going to use you. Sure. I just think it's a little bit of a double standard. Not a double standard necessarily, but it's... I mean, it's honestly been so long that I forgot about it. I... I definitely think the Playboy stuff is... It's old. That's a long so time ago. It's so long ago. It's hard to compare. But I'm just saying, this is a company that, like, it is not above using sex to sell their wares. Oh, yeah, so sure. it's kind of... And they, were, and they were, you know, prior to Vince getting let go, I think I told you, I was seeing stuff out of NXT. They were leaning hard into the let's sexualize the women angle like less clothing more sexual sexuality based storylines right. you know so they were really in nxt starting to lean into it so the immediate like puritanical like ooh, right. it's like shut up and i think okay so i think it comes down to two things one there is that certain line i think they just don't want cross that would be my guess well that's the whole thing right it's if there's a line and they're clear about the line, and you cross the line. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, that was a choice that you made. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's on the internet. They were going to find out about it. Right. The idea, and that's my thing, the idea that you didn't think this was eventually going to get back to them is just hilarious. I mean, um, I... I mean, and I have no idea. Maybe she's making so much money off the brand army thing or whatever else she does outside of WWE. Maybe she just doesn't care if she gets fired. I don't know how much she was making at WWE, but maybe that's the deal. It could be. I mean, Um, we do know you can make a a bank on those. uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, the OnlyFans stuff, you can really get it going. You can make a lot of money for not much work. Right. Um, Yeah, I... And I also read today, apparently, I didn't actually go check because I don't care, but apparently on just today, she raised the price from like, it was like eight a month to like 40 a month. Add it, girl. Probably figuring a bunch of people are going to hear about this and, and be interested. Go, right. oh, what has she been doing that got her fired? I mean, that's just, that's just smart business. Yeah, I agree. That's what I would have done. That's why, that's, why, paid subtle, while you can, that's man. why the subtle interference Patreon is now mm-hmm. $10,000 a month. Henry's um, like, it's worth every penny. <laughs> hey. Now, do you have much more to say about WWE? Um, I think that's Because it. I got something that's going to derail us big time. Oh, oh. I No, I'm trying to Take think. Take my sweater off. I'm trying off. to think if I'm done with that topic. I'm prepared uh, for derailments. I'm going to get cold in like five minutes. I, here, I think but. that's about it. I mean, you know my position on this. I think you should do whatever. But look, if you're working for a company like WWE... I also understand they have a certain way they want to present people in public. Sure. They want to be able to send you to things without having to hear about, like, why are you sending this woman who poses topless? Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, and they're... I, I Whether think or they're, not I think that's right. They're vastly hypocritical and shit. But, you know, it is what it is. Giant, evil corporation. Same shit, different day. Let's uh, go, Bob. Derailment. So, 
I know you guys give me shit all the time for being on my phone during the podcast. Yeah. But if I wasn't on my phone during this podcast, we would have had to wait at least two weeks to discuss this. And we wouldn't have been able to wait. We would have had to have like an emergency podcast session. Okay. A flutter. News breaking in the last 20 minutes on Hollywood Reporter. Ooh. Henry Cavill not returning as Superman. What? Just met with James Gunn. He will not be returning. His official statement. What's the statement? Hold on. I'll read this. I just had a meeting. (laughs) I just had a meeting with James Gunn and Peter Safran. Was that the other guy? Yeah. And it's sad news, everyone. Stop it. The actor posted to Instagram on Wednesday. I will, after all, not be returning as Superman. After being told by the studio to announce my return back in October prior to their hire, this news isn't the easiest, but that's life. The changing of the guard is something that happens. I respect that. James and Peter have a universe to build. I wish them all, them and all involved with the new universe the best of luck and happiest of fortunes. The timing is so weird, though, because here's the thing, okay? Didn't they announce that he was returning as Superman like days after the James Gunn is taking over announcement? Like, wasn't it just after? So why would you make that announcement if he's not returning? It's if if you hadn't if if you hadn't gotten James Gunn and Peter Safran or whoever on board with that announcement, why would you make that announcement? Does the left hand not know what the right hand's doing? That that seems like a colossal fuck up, or just like that's so weird. I'm like I'm in I'm so, in awe. So to me, that means now everyone's out. I mean, Gal Gadot's out. Yeah. Jason Momoa's out. Everyone's I don't know gone. if they're gonna shit can that Flash movie, but I think everyone's out. I think they're starting over fresh. It's a brand new thing. We're leaving the stink of everything else that was done behind. That's to me what is what that means. Yep. I agree. I they said um the other thing that was in on that article was that the plan they're they're going forward with is to go with a much younger uh Superman. Hmm. Um so my guess is my guess is they're going more origin. Luke Hemsworth might be available. <laughs> Cause like, and he's, he's. What if they announce two weeks from now he's back as Geralt? I Alex. Is it, wait, is it Geralt? Geralt. Geralt. He's in. Uh, I know he's like in other movies and shit, but. Cause you you look like an idiot. Well, now it's all weird. See, now you almost believe he did leave The Witcher because of, of creative differences. Creative differences. I, I don't know, man. Was it that bad? Dude. Henry, I mean, depending on who you talk to, Henry, I know some Hank, people are like... My boy H. Dude, come on the podcast. We'll give you a platform. You could say whatever you want. Spill I'm going to ask you about your steroid use. 
But other than that, it's really an open forum. I bet you'd still get 20 million. Well, I'm sure he's probably going to get some money just from the if the contract is canceled and they're not doing the movies. I bet you there's something in there like, hey, whatever I signed for, I'm going to get X percentage of for you canceling it. If um, if his if agent, his agent suck. didn't fuck up, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's just uh, they're they're looking at it, I guess. And, and if you are paying out contracts, that's just how dire they were. We just got to start completely from scratch. This is you're potentially leaving millions of dollars out there just to be like we're we're well, just we're I'll starting from what, nothing. I think that means the Rock is not going to be anymore in any. No, the Rock's no. out. The Rock's, Rock's out. He's done. Thousand percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Motherfucker, why are you fucking with my steez, Henry? We had a good thing going, and you're not even leaving for anything anymore. I think Lauren's calling him. Motherfucker, you know you want to come back. Come back. Come back. We can get rid of Helmsworth the least. No one cares about him. Mm-hmm. It'll be easy. Is it Helmsworth or Hemsworth? I don't know. Who could care? Hemsworth, I, I think. I said Helmsworth. Yeah. You're right. It's Hemsworth. Yeah, it easy. is I'm Hemsworth. questioning everything now because I don't even know Geralt's <laughs> I'm name. I'm questioning everything. <laughs> Geralt? 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 <laughs> Apparently, I do need to play The Witcher 3 again, because I don't fucking even know his name. Oh. Gerald. Gerald. Gerard. <laughs> Gerald. Gerald Way as The Witcher. Gary. Gary. Gareth. Kennifer. <laughs> Leary. Leary, The Witcher. It's like a bad porn spinoff or something. <laughs> Bad luck, man. I think he'll be okay. I'm not like weeping for Henry Cavill or anything. It's just it wow. would okay. I'll tell you what though, just to keep the freight train of stupidity going though, I hope we get an announcement a month from now that he's back as the Witcher, and the least Hemsworth is out. I mean, I would you would die, Erica. I would die. I would literally die. Of it would just, be the happiest day of your life. I would be very pleased. Because, again, he's very good in the role. And, hey, the least... He clearly cares. He could... Maybe he maybe he could be good. We don't know. Until he's in there and you know what's going on. Who the fuck knows? Maybe Henry had an OnlyFans that got exposed. You should look that up. Try to find that out before it gets scrubbed I mean, off I could just watch the first season of The Witcher. That's basically uh, that's the same not, thing. That's not, that's not OnlyFans content. <laughs> now, here's my question. Mm-hmm. Is him and Joey are friends. Did Joey know about this? That's my question. You know it'd be you know it'd be funny if he came back as the Witcher and then all his castmates start posting on Twitter, so happy to have you back. Wow, what a great day after saying nothing. Be like I see you fucking turncoat Well, they finally it was really it was because uh, uh, they started doing press for Blood Origin and they're asking people in Blood Origin, "Oh, what do you think about Henry Cavill leaving?" And they're like, "We haven't he worked with him." We're on the prequel show. Joey Beatty has. Maybe ask him. him. And this poor man has had to answer this question several thousand times. Oh, of course. Like every time it's asked, because yeah, I'm watching all those interviews. You can see his soul die a little bit more. 
I couldn't imagine doing those press junkets. You just want to kill yourself. I just, I could I like, I would need to hire somebody to stand in front of me with a giant sign that just showed how much I was getting paid to do this. Just this is part of your contract, motherfucker. So I had promotion of the movie, the motivation to get through it. I think the best part of those is every once in a while you get some random outlet who got credentialed, and they have no care in the world about whatever you're. Oh, doing. and you get like the random question. TV show. They spend their ten and, minutes just talking about yeah, shooting and, the, the and shit. they and they ask you a question about something like the actor actually cares about, like some hobby they have an interest in or something, and then you see the light re-enter them for five minutes, and then they move on to the next thing and they're dead again. <laughs> it's like. It'd be like if I was doing it and someone asked me about Overwatch right. and I'd be like, what? <laughs> you like Overwatch? Let's, oh, okay. This Let's is a talk bright, about Overwatch. This is a bright spot. And then, in and this... then the PR person in the back is like, okay, we got to move on. You're just, no. Damn it. Come back. Give me your number. I am looking very forward to jumping on Tumblr when we are done. Tumblr. With, with this podcast. Is porn back on Tumblr yet? Um, not really. They've loosened up stuff a little bit, mm. but you still can't show any like deep dicking or anything like oh, that. Oh well, that's very sad. You can show I mean, some that's... titties. You can show some dick. You can okay. show some ass. But right. any manner of There's like no penetration. No penetration. No. Okay. Can't do that. So it can be like soft core. Soft core. Right. That's better than nothing. That'll get the traffic up. Something. Um. <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, speaking of social media. I howled today when I saw that story that the guy who's been tracking Elon Musk's flights for years now and posting updates to Twitter had his account banned and had his personal account banned. So this is not some accidental thing. Oh, no, it's clearly he, he had He had his the account he was posting the flights on and the and his own personal account both banned on the same day one month after Elon Musk said I believe in free speech so much I'm not going to ban the guy who posts my flights even though it puts me in a personal danger and I'm putting your quotes it's almost like he's full of shit here's the thing man okay here's the thing give me the thing if you were gonna ban him anyway Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm and this is like probably the whole reason you actually bought Twitter other than playing yourself and your stupidity. But this is like number one. This is probably top of the list when he was writing things on the whiteboard. Number one was ban the asshole posting my flights. Oh, thousand percent. <laughs> That's like there. 44 billion, like at least 20 billion. Yes. That was yeah. for that. Why not just do it? You have no, you're not accountable to anyone. You clearly don't care about looking like a clown. I mean, that ship sailed. Why not just do it first thing? Why say, why make a big deal that you're not going to do it because it's the bastion of free speech here at Twitter and then do it anyway? What's the point? Who knows what the fuck's going through his head at any given moment? I mean, could the guy, what's next? Like, well, I don't think we've talked about Twitter in a few weeks. I think everyone's just kind of waiting to see what happens. I personally believe it's probably going to end up eventually coming out of it stronger than ever because people just can't stop using Twitter. This is the funny thing to me, okay? 
got all these people out here. Oh, I hope Twitter fails. I hope Twitter fails. Meanwhile, they've tweeted 500 times in the past week. It's like, get the fuck off Twitter, man. Just stop using it. Well, it's what Bob always goes back to say. You want it to die, just stop using it. Well, and it's not only that. It's, it's, he's, he, he think they said he stopped paying rent on Twitter's offices. (laughs) Like, he's not. He's got, like, bedrooms in the office. There's, like, five people keeping it together with just, like, duct tape and a dream. And it's just. Well, what's interesting about that. So, on uh, my Slack, there's one of the the big people on the Slack has, is an avid Twitter user. Really enjoys it. Um, And great. If you like Twitter, the product, by all means. Um, That's not. Any comment on you. I'm judging you. But what I find interesting is this person really has zero understanding of how, like, a giant IT infrastructure works. Um, so when, like, three days had passed and Twitter had not crumbled to the ground, he was like, oh, guess you really didn't need all those thousands of workers. Um, so an idiot, basically. An idiot. Well, if you look at it on the surface, it's like, and I think this person was asking more in terms of like, you know, was he right? Do you actually not need all these people? Like, and more of like inquisitive. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not like. Not giving Elon the benefit of the doubt, which you should never do. But, but I mean. Without a doubt, my mind, Twitter was probably overstaffed and co- from an engineering standpoint and probably could have been trimmed a bit. But um, to the extent that it was, I don't think so. But what the point I made to him was like, OK, it hasn't crumbled because you've got, you know, they built this thing out to be, you know, robust IT system with lots of backups and redundancies. But how, like, the only feature update that they pushed was a huge disaster. Um, you know, and they're not pushing, they're probably not pushing new features and bug fixes all the time like they probably were. So, and there were reports for a while of, like, tweets just not go coming up or like searches or like, the well, uh, two, two step uh, you had the authentication identity. system go down for some period of time right. I don't even know how long it was you had the the system that scans for copyrighted works go down for some period of time oh, I, I never even too, yeah. I never even heard about that going back up so I don't know what's going on with that yep um, and that's a big problem oh yeah because I mean all the entertainment companies will be quick to sue you yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's it's like, I, I think people ha- don't realize that just because the site hasn't crashed and it's not a literal burning pile, like, there's a lot that is not well with Twitter as a platform, not just as a business right now. And it, it's very interesting to me because people... People don't, it comes back to animation, what we were talking about earlier. People just don't have any concept about what's going on in the background. Like, here's, for example, in an I, a giant IT infrastructure, you've got, you know, for something like Twitter, 
you know, yeah, your tweets are only what are they? Hundred sixty three character, whatever they are. Oh, he wants to bump it up to four thousand. Okay, whatever. Yeah, but there's it's billions of tweets. It's hundred and something right now. You got billions of tweets, tons of images, video, all sorts of shit. That's all sitting on hard drives somewhere. Well, they build this infrastructure to scale so that it falls over and you've got redundancy. Well, you know, what happens when, you, you know, so you've got it set up so like, okay, the first hard drive fails. The backup hard drive takes over okay that gives your engineering staff time to go to that server in the building a fix the fu- fix like the, fix right you know put in a new hard drive and redeem well so you can be going a long time before there's any serious pro- but what happens when that second hard drive goes right everything that was on that server gone that's what I read, that it's not going to be... Because there was that weekend where he fired everybody and everyone was like, oh, well, it's over. Like, Tumblr was, like, crashing because so many people were over there either trying mm. to, like, get a new profile or activating old profiles. It was very, very frustrating as a normal Tumblr user. But, and I think people thought, this is it. It's going to go off tonight. It's gone forever. Where, in fact, like you said, Bob, it's going to be... A very slow sort of yeah. death, ultimately. And I mean, to the credit of the people who were running, who were maintaining Twitter before, they clearly built a very robust system that's been able to handle this insane drop in in staff. Right. You know, but I, I, for be- so long. I believe it really is only a matter of time. Well, I think they'll figure. I, I think it. It'll if if I think they're probably have gotten to the point where at the, now because it's been over a month now, right? A couple months at this point. I, I think, think they've probably figured out at, uh, with the people who are left, you know, whether because they they genuinely don't believe they have a better option, they're desperate, or you know they think, hey, if I stay and I make this work. I'm going to be made, um, which I don't think is true. True See, believers. Um, you know, this these group of people that are left have probably been working extraordinarily hard to make sure it works. Oh, I'm sure. No doubt. And, That's why they're sleeping at the office. And and so they've, they've probably... Talk about that. There is no amount of money that you could give me to do that. No. Sorry, I, I, I no, I mean, but it's so th- I think they've probably at this point established where their major vulnerabilities are, and they probably know where they have to like triage, and they're probably paying a- absurd amounts of money to you know have some contract help do stuff that you were not really hearing about because you're just, you've got too much infrastructure. You're, you're going to have contractors doing shit. They're probably just, you know, like temp, temp, temp workers or stuff. But, uh, I don't think it's going to cry. I do think, um, I do think you're right though, Alex, I do think it will come back stronger. Um, in the end, I think the real winners here, 
in the this whole debacle are going to be advertisers who are going to get extraordinary who are going to get really good rates for a while because they can push on Twitter to say, well, I don't have to advertise with you." Right, right. And is my point kind of just is as long as nothing catastrophic happens where Twitter <laughs> goes down for a week or something, because that would be a situation where you would have probably actually see a max mass exodus. Um, as long as nothing like that happens, I think people will just keep using it because at the end of the day, you know, if you need to create a lot of, um, you know, get a lot of eyeballs on something in a short period of time and you have that reach because you have all these followers on Twitter, you're not just going to voluntarily let that go. Well, especially if you're an artist, especially uh, not uh, 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 not safe for work artist who's built up a following, you really don't have any other options. Yeah, right. I mean, Twitter is really the only place that you can you can show your stuff. I I'm not. Uh, I know coffee doesn't allow uh, not safe for work stuff. I don't know if Gumroad's still around. Um, I Patreon you might be able to. I'm not 100 percent sure, but to move uh, a big fan base from there and then get them to pay to actually see your shit. Well, and apparently speaking along those lines, I read. I guess, I don't know about right now, but in the past, I think that Mastodon site has been very anti-sex work. Yeah. So that's another kind of, you know, group of people that would be put out. Fucked. You know? And not in the... Not uh, in the ways they enjoy. Not in the way they want to be. Yeah. Well, then Hive, I think, kind of fucked up too. They just weren't ready for the influx of users, is my understanding. Mm-hmm. I there- just feel like, man, if you look at the history of technology, uh, if you want to get going, you should really be like very, you know, porn positive because where the porn people go tends to be the success, you know, That's but advertisers don't go to porn. But do you like money? But it's two very different streams of money. You can't have both. That's the problem. You've got to pick. Do you want direct money or do you want advertiser money? Well, and you've got to be careful because a lot of the credit card companies have stuff in their right. terms of service or whatever that don't allow for that. It does seem like if there's going to be a problem long term in the porn industry, it's going to be the credit card companies. Yep. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, and that's the thing. Anyone who Anyone who's processing... Uh, processing the money. They they are the real power brokers. And that was the funny thing that I think we talked about on this podcast, who knows, 50 episodes ago or something, that you remember a long time ago there was that story about how some company went through Pornhub and found out they had, you know, 300 videos of minors or something like that on there. And they all got pulled eventually, but they were able to, you know, evade whatever moderation is done for a mm-hmm. little bit. And, you know, Pornhub got a lot of bad press because I think there was an article in the New York Times or something about it. And that's when the credit card companies like clamped down to a certain degree on sex work. 
But then at the same discounting time, all of that on Facebook. It, but then at the same time, there was the article that in the same time period that Pornhub got evaluated, Facebook got evaluated, and in their own internal data, like the data they release voluntarily, they had found something like it was like. 22 million child porn videos or something on Facebook like some insane number like completely incomparable inc- number mm-hmm. but did anything happen to Facebook but no. the the difference is on Facebook you're not paying money for the content that's delivered to your feed on you know the various porn sites you're paying for that content so the 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 whole problem the credit card companies have with porn has nothing to do with morality. It has everything to do with liability and risk of the government like coming in and seizing that money um because something was a foul. You know, and if there's if there's risk of uh if if it can be it, like if it could be shown that you were paying money for child pornography the credit card companies then become an accessory to that because you are paying for content now if you say you buy a good off of um etsy etsy or no 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 let's go with facebook okay you, you're, you're buying a good through facebook marketplace I'm trying to help. no I'm, I, I need to keep it with social media sure you buy you buy good off of facebook right um, it doesn't matter. You're buying an item. You're not buying the content. So there's that layer of separation. So Visa and MasterCard don't really care, you know, about if there's 200,000 potentially uh, child pornographic contents delivered because that has nothing to do with their transaction. Uh so that that's the that's the that's the that's the thing that's why like I don't know if it's still true but like you can't you you at least for a while you couldn't use credit cards at a dispensary because it's still, I actually don't know that you can still yeah because it's technically it's still legal <clears throat> on a federal level on a federal level so the feds can come and just take all that money right if they wanted to they're not going to at least not right now but i have never purchased anything directly from a dispensary yeah uh, so i do not know but but that's what so that's why it's like you have to choose are you going with are you going with advertisers or are you going with which is what the internet's the backbone of the internet is advertising the backbone of our society is advertising. I was going to say the backbone of entertainment is advertising. Backbone it's, of everything is advertising. It's the reason you have television. I mean, it's the we, reason you have radio. It's, we, it's all advertising. I think about this a lot because it's like the entire reason our society functions is because we buy shit that we want. Merchandising. And like all of like the marketing emails and the ads and everything, it's just because... If people stop buying shit, the economy would crash. There is truth to that. Now, there's a certain group of people who use that to fearmonger, but that that's that's the reality. And if so, anytime you're like, anytime you're talking about like how money exchanges, that's where all these problems are going to come 
to play. So, I don't know where that started. We were talking about Twitter. Just, we're all over the place. That's We're just doing the podcast, man. It's the jam. I know. I know. I, I lose track of it. I think you do a better job of keeping track of the levels, and I just get, I just go. <laughs> he gets and, lost. Well, speaking of chasing the rabbit, media, Bob. And I don't know. You know, sometimes you hear about bills, and then they just have no steam, it turns out. And I don't know if this is going to even be taken up, really, but did you read this story that there's some bipartisan bill that the main goal of it is to get TikTok banned in the U.S.? No, I didn't see that. I feel like I heard like it's it's pinging. Yeah, so maybe if you want to like look it up and try to find out any details, but um, because I don't really, you know, my my question would be why? Well, I'll tell you why. Because their their reasoning is, and now TikTok claims from their side anyway, um, that all data they have is stored outside of China. Okay. And this has always been the big, you know, claim essentially is, oh, China is is gathering all this data from TikTok and who knows what they're doing with it. And we don't want them to have it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And that's basically the main thing. Now, I would argue how is it any different if TikTok gets data versus, you know, Facebook and Twitter or whatever. But I understand, you know, Facebook and Twitter, they're putting money in the right pockets to keep things on the way that, you know, the way they like them. They're in the U.S. It's different. I understand that. I just enjoy the hypocrisy of it is all. Yeah. I mean, like, business as you usual. Know, ban TikTok, whatever. Who gives a shit? There'll be something else. Don't don't mind me. What are you laughing about? I man? can't believe that fucker's not going to be Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Elon for a second. Isn't it funny? The fall from grace, right? Because if you think about, it, we we're talking about Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Because when when Iron Man first came out, and then Iron Man Two especially, because Elon showed up in that one, people were trying to compare like, oh, Elon is like Tony Stark, you know? They're like the <laughs> it's like that's who they're basing this character on, right? Oh, there was there's a lot a, of that talk. There's also a great rant from I think it's John Oliver. I think it was on a, he was on the Daily Show when he was subbing in for John Stewart. About how that's not possible because Iron Man was created in like 1970, whatever. <laughs> sure. It's it's an all timer. It's great, but it's just funny watching it over time because at that point the public opinion of Elon Musk was super high, you know, like through the roof. Sure. Oh, he's a genius. He's sure. a visionary. All this stuff, and now, really, when I think about Elon Musk today, the first word I think of is clown. Oh, it's clown shoes. He's just a joke to me. Well, because what it is is... I mean, I'd rather be a a billionaire joke, personally. I mean, it seems like a good spot to be in. I'll take that (laughs) any day of the week, Alex. That being said... People are laughing at me, and I can sleep upon my giant pile of money with (laughs) many naked men and women. Yeah, let's let's go. That that being said, still a clown. Still a clown. 
Put on your clown shoes every day. Put on your clown makeup. That's right. But you're good. When the climate catastrophe comes, at least you can go to Mars. <laughs> but no, it's it's somebody... It's like Trump. You didn't need to run for president and then invite all of this shit upon yourself. You didn't have to buy Twitter. You didn't have to... You, you, you're just showing the people who you actually are yeah. in being an idiot and wanting to be out there more. Because Elon just wants people to... He wants people to think he's a cool guy. Apparently he... Showed up at a Dave Chappelle, Chappelle show. Called him up on yep. stage, and he was getting booed. Because well, I was like, oh, "What did you? What did you think was going to happen there?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Even <laughs> people still Chappelle, going to a Chappelle, Chappelle show was now. Chastising the crowd for booing him. It's like, yep. what did you, are you? I mean, this is what a bubble these people live in, though, right? Right. Because <laughs> I could. I mean, you could have called me up. I could have told him that in two seconds. Oh yeah. I mean, I could. Right. What did you think was going to fucking happen, dummy? I think he has himself fairly insulated as well. That's why I think he's in his own world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The thing with Elon is he's, he's, you know, the, the, the concept behind SpaceX and the concept behind Tesla are actually pretty good. Well, he also didn't, he bought his way into Tesla. And then booted the guy who founded it out. He didn't start Tesla. No, he didn't start Tesla. But um, I, I mean, I, I think it, you got to give him credit where it's due. No, I he, don't. He did a good job of promoting it. Nah. And I think he he did a good job of, you know, making or bringing the visibility to Tesla that it needed and advocating for it in the public space. I think the problem that I have with someone like Elon is it's this myth of the great man. Yes, that I agree with. That annoys me. Because this is just some fuck who got money from his uh, 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 apartheid parents' fucking emerald or diamond mine or whatever. You started out in a spot well above where all the rest of us start. You started out ahead mm-hmm. and then bought your way into things that maybe happened to be successful, happened to do pretty well for you, but you really aren't anything special. That's just my opinion. Maybe you disagree with me, but... I, well, I think I, I think there's, there's, there's kind of two different nar- ways to look at it, which is like, I think that Elon did a good job at pushing Tesla pushing SpaceX. Um, but I, I, there's this kind of like thought out in the world. It, it, this happened with Steve Jobs too. He's the only one who could have done it. And that's not true. No. That is just absolutely Well, that was the true. Vince McMahon thought. He's the only one that could do Only one. Wrestling. No, it's not. No, no it's not. that. It's the, the this great white man. No. <laughs> what a great man he is. There's nothing like a great white man, Erica. It's I'd love true. to be a great white man. Great white man. Wouldn't you love to be a great white man? If you could be reborn. Come on. No. You I'm could good. just admit it. Thank you. You could just admit it. I'm fine. Great white man? I'm good. I'm you good. You could be Geralt? <laughs> if if I could come back as the Witcher, sure. Okay. Alex. We got sure. an admission. Sure. I <laughs> look, this is what this is what I was saying. I think I said this the last time we talked about this. It's undeniable. We don't know. We don't know how involved in the day to day what exactly Elon gets up to when it comes to SpaceX and Tesla. Okay, 
But we can't sit here and pretend like those aren't two highly successful companies because they just are. Like there's nothing else to really be said about it. Oh no, it. that's that's fine. And I just it's to me it's in spite of him. We just don't know. I, well, don't, I, know. I don't know. I'm not basing that on anything except if, this clown if, uh, shoes ridiculousness that if we've whoever, seen in the last. Whoever few wrote months. the Jobs book, who if he wants to come along and do something on Elon, great because I'll read that book. Tell me what's going on. Do all the research. Tell me how involved he was. Tell me if he's helping push things along or if he's fucking stuff up and people are just overcoming him. You yeah. know, like I have no idea. I, I mean, I've heard things, but I don't know. I I have absolutely no idea how true they are in one way, shape, or Ooh, form. We should get the dollop to do an episode. The on dollop Elon. on Elon Musk it would be good. Um, what what bothers me about Elon is the same thing that bothers me about all rich assholes, is that they just start buying up everything. Right. I mean, why does fucking Jeff Bezos own Amazon and the Washington Post and Blue Origin and, and God Foods. knows and Whole Foods and God knows what else? Right. You know, through shell companies and shit. Well, it's just it's consolidating stuff down to like the, so that shit is only owned by what four or five I mean, different douchebags. The the whole thing with Twitter, like, <clears throat> it is not. That far-fetched of an idea that he got all that funding, in part from Saudis, to control just, the just control the platform. Yeah, they might not give. There is a non-zero chance that they really don't care about making or how much money they're losing. It's that now they have a figurehead on top of it who can control it and do what they want. They can, any dissidents can be vanished off the platform. You can get rid of the people who are pushing out, you know, where their private planes are going and shit like that. That There's like a non-zero chance that that's true. Yeah. Well, sure. I'm pretty sure it's that's. And I think we brought yeah. this up the last time we talked about this. We yeah. Did. We like, definitely did. I mean, like, it's, 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 this is the kind of stuff that is infuriating. And this is what frustrates me so much about our electorate is they get so caught up in shit they shouldn't be worried about because it has nothing to do with you. Whether two men or two ladies or you know two non-binary folks get married has nothing to do with you. I don't know, Bob. I think that really negates our love and our marriage. It does. It really does. It cheapens it, it is does. what it does. Yeah. That Stop voting on that. Vote on... What are we doing about these people who are manipulating our world? Nothing is what we're doing. We're letting it all get by. Yeah. And, no, then, and I, when yeah. you brought up um, when you brought up Bezos buying a newspaper, that's essentially the same thing Musk did, but on a much larger platform than one newspaper. You're controlling with a the huge right? amount oh, of influence. That's a that's such a that's such a rich person thing too. It's like. Rich people love to control the news. I mean, look at Sheldon Adelson, um, or old fuck. fucking you know Rupert Murdoch. I mean, Ru- the interesting thing with Rupert is that he actually can't like his he I his media is his business. You know, I'm sure he has a, a whole bunch of other interests, but like you know, you've got but you've got a lot of billionaires who like. Let me just go buy my local newspaper. 
Right. And I can then we can say whatever we want. We can we can tout about how great it would be to build that new stadium in Las Vegas. Like Well, I don't know if people just don't it, it's frustrating because they look at the conspiracy like like Q or the big lie mm-hmm. and that we'll believe that. But when you're like, no, the billionaire buying your local newspaper to like, you know, plant news stories that are favorable to them. That's a thing that's actually happening. Like, I don't believe that. That's not true. But th- that's what's happening. Yeah. That's what's going on. That's a thing that's really happening. Well, it's like when some giant. But JFK Jr. might come back and be the president. So, <laughs> well, But that's what I'm going to believe in. It's the same thing like when a giant company like Sinclair comes along and buys a shitload of local news stations. Mm-hmm. And then they start sending out these. Oh, there's mandates. This for is them the you to gotta run. you gotta say this right, and you're you're influence all influencing all these local areas with pieces they think are being produced by their news station, mm-hmm. but actually it's some fucks at a national level who just say, "Hey, you, fifty channels, run this three minute segment." Right. Yep. Um. Yep. Speaking. Now, we've, we've covered this quite a bit, so we might as well give the update, right? Speaking of rich fucks buying everything, uh, apparently the FTC is going to try to block this Microsoft purchase of Activision. I mean, that gives me hope for other things. Like, ultimately, if that... If you actually believe they're going to try. I mean, we'll see. But I think they're just trying to get con- consolid- um, concessions. If you're going to attempt to stop that, that gives me hope for them stopping... What, what was it? Kroger and... Oh. Uh, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. The supermarket one. Kroger and Albertsons. You can't let that go through. That can't happen. Was the dog. Sorry, I thought that was your feet. That's You can't, like... The, but that's... Oh. Yeah. Food prices are so bad already. I mean, they're crazy bad. Yep. It's insane. And gas prices are down. So... Yeah, <laughs> it's almost as if it was just it's all bullshit. purely profit driven. Weird. Did you appreciate though how the gas prices dropped like a dollar fifty after the oh, midterms? Weird, weird timing. It's weird yes. the way that very shit works. Suspect. Huh? Yes, very suspect. Uh, not suspect at all. Sorry. Um, no, I I laughed the other day because I noticed in the Mariano's ad there was like this bag of oranges. And I specifically remember them like six months ago being $2 when they were on sale. You mean like the cuties? The Whatever. Guys, the I Mandarin. don't even know. I, I, th- I know what you're talking about. I just about. remember the exact picture. And this exact same bag of oranges is now $6 when it's on sale. So the price in less than a year right. has tripled. And that's what's happened to a lot of food. A lot of food has doubled and tripled. And look, you can you can cut back on a lot of things, right? You can eat out less. Sure. You don't have to buy that box of mac and cheese. You don't have to fucking, I don't know, buy a frozen pizza. But you know, at some point, they distill you down. You cut yourself down to like the bare essentials. Like you kind of have to buy eggs right <laughs> you know like right. you have to buy like lettuce or apples or oranges or like there has to be you have to eat something i used Chicken, to be able meat. to get a dozen eggs for what like a dollar fifty two bucks at the store it's now like five bucks for a yeah. at, at like even the local place 
Mm-hmm. I usually try to go to Aldi for eggs and bread because it's cheaper there. But at Aldi, even it's three fifty for a dozen eggs, and that to, that is that is you're just getting bent over in the middle of the the and supermarket. There's and there's nothing you can do. And there's nothing. There's literally about nothing you can do. Barring about buying you, some chickens, there's you, nothing you, you can do you about do, it. <laughs> yes, I suppose you could buy some chickens and raise them for the eggs. You could. You're but right. That, that's gonna be expensive. You're right, Erica. Too, we could do something. Let's start a farm. I like it. But you know, at the end of the day, Izzy would can, love the chickens. <laughs> the chickens might not love Izzy. If if the if the chickens if the that'd be yeah. a very one sided relationship. If the if the chickens get uh, get the attention Bob the dog does, we'll see how they get along. Um, <laughs> poor Bob the dog. The other day, the other day, poor Bob, Bob the dog. I was actually getting Izzy. There were a few nice pets going, and Bob the dog was like what's going on <laughs> i'm out of here <laughs> like, i am unsettled and uncomfortable <laughs> but no i mean like look really you can you can say oh you know what a fucking burger is like 12 dollars at portillo's i'm not gonna get that anymore you can say that but you have to eat something oh i mean there's definitely been times when like if you've been out i've been like oh i'd love to get indian for me to order indian food what i would normally order is like $60 to get it delivered. No, I'm just not going to, no. And that's the same reason we stopped getting Hooters because we went there once and it was like it's astronomically $25 a person expensive. or something. Yeah. It was yep. insane. And for wings, no. No, just no. I'll make it at home. It's not going to be the same, but I can make a burger at home. I can make wings at home and buy the fucking Hooters sauce. So fuck off Hooters. It's not going to be the same, but I'm not paying $25. We should we should try to make our, our own Hooters wings. We should buy the sauce. The sauce will be like $55 for a bottle. It'd be like, okay, well, this is stupid. I, I mean, it, it's just one of those things where, you know, in this, this these cycles happen. And we're, you're just, what you're going to see is just people are going to cut back. What you are going to buy is going to be more expensive, and that's just the way it's going to be. Well, and the other cycle that you are seeing, though, is folks, and this is not super in line with the grocery stores, because a lot of grocery stores already have, you right there? Yeah. Labor unions. You're seeing a lot of, like, your Starbuckses or your Chipotle, your McDonald's, they're starting to unionize. Mm-hmm. And that's just all part of that cycle. Yeah. Though I do love how much the Starbucks CEO is pissed off about them unionizing. He's like, you're ruining my life's work. And it's like, fuck off, billionaire. Pay your fucking employees. You yep. piece of shit. Yeah. I, I just, uh, people need, uh, more people need to stand up for themselves. And, and they're... Oh, and just start demanding more. The cost of living has raised so much, and wages have been stagnant for, what, the last 20, 25 years? Longer than that. And it's yeah. just like you can't expect. People can't afford b- rent. going to be a breaking point. Exactly. I it's mean, the same with these companies that expect the constant growth. Like, oh, we're just going to grow forever. That's It's not possible. There, I mean, this is something I've brought up before on the podcast, which is just that the we're we're reaching a point with the global economy that is very interesting because there's just there's not a whole lot of like new markets to grow into like you can 
you know, with the exception of like some like third world countries or dictatorships like North Korea. Remember, Brazil was real big about like 10 years ago. Like, ooh, that's the emerging market. Like, I can sell something to anyone anywhere on the planet almost. Mm hmm. Like my, the, okay, the market is as big as it's ever going to be. It's only going to grow through population growth, which is at some point got to stop, um, you would think. Um, so we, at some point, and I don't know when, I don't know when the real upper limit is, but at some point you're going to reach a point where there, the traditional, economics will no longer work and you're seeing you're seeing you're starting to see some of these things now where you know jobs there was always because there's always this this theory that you know as technology improves okay so you got rid of let's say you know with electricity Okay, we put all the candlestick makers out of work, but we created a whole new field of electricity, and we've made a whole bunch of electricians. Right. There's right. there's new jobs emerging. Um, what's starting? What my understanding is from um, a talk I went to maybe three or four years ago now was that we are starting to hit a point though where that conversion is no longer happening. We are we're starting to see lost jobs are not creating jobs in other places. And so these automations are actually genu genuinely killing, killing jobs and, and, and whatnot. And it's a tough question because it's like, you should like, I don't believe like you should stifle innovation purely to save a job. But if you're not, going to do something to save said job you have to rethink how the economy works and how society works if you don't have enough jobs to go around what do people do it's going to collapse what do we like people aren't going to have money to buy things you're not going to have money to make things and then it's all just going to go to shit right basically you know, and if you have just a relatively small number of people who are needed to, you know, run your essentials, well... What about the rest of us? What about the rest of us? And the people who do work, well, they're going to have the ass about it for the people who aren't working and contributing. So, it, it, you know, like one of the things they talked about was like, okay, well, maybe we need to get to a point where we move to a 19-hour work week or something like that and and it's it's a it's an especially difficult problem because you're you're not only dealing with the you know your in individual country right like you it like let's say overnight the you know congress said we're going to go to a 19 hour work week that would never happen but let's just for fun okay we're going to go to a 19-hour work week. We're going to pay everyone the same amount of money to do half the work. Um, if China's not on board with that, if the EU's not on board with that, suddenly the U.S. becomes incredibly uncompetitive, and that has all sorts of downstream effects. 
what and these are really to me fascinating concepts to think through and try and work out solutions and we need to as a society be doing that more and figuring this out so that in a hundred years we're not completely fucked yeah like there i don't want to get to the point where you know we have essentially like a mass die-off of people from hunger or you know a a giant another giant world war of people fighting over food and and what have you um we got the problem of disease COVID-19 was the most recent pandemic it won't be our last so we've got a lot of problems and I don't know Bob I think that was all just a liberal conspiracy it was so it was um I think you need to be more focused on when JK Jr. is going to be coming back I agree that's the important. Right. That's the important right. thing. What about Hunter Biden's laptop? Oh, I'm super interested in Hunter Biden's laptop. You want to see his dick pics, don't you? You want to see what he's packing? Oh yeah, I'm curious. This is this is the real news. Look, it's got to be better than Brett Favre, I, right? Every, oh, I mean, that was the saddest dick pic of all time. I would think so, almost by default. <laughs> so, sorry, Bob. Like, so this kind of segues into one of the things I had on my list. And you said you didn't have a list. I created a list. Liar. Um, after you said that, because you sparked an idea, which was, um, Alex, you're, you're familiar with brand ambassadors. Sure. Okay. These are people who essentially do uh, free work um, or near free work in exchange for the promise of discounts on gear um, or services whatever right discount on thing the discount on thing this is um particularly prevalent um in the running community um because like you'll get people who like there are a couple of brands i really like like path projects for example right path there are people i know who are brand ambassadors for path projects and their whole shtick is they just they talk people up, they pass out a code, and as long as people are using their code to buy stuff, they continue to be a brand ambassador and they get to buy stuff for cheap. On the surface, it's like, okay, I'm not really doing any work. I'm barely doing anything, and I'm getting a discount. Why not? Bitch, you're doing work for free is what you're doing. Sure. You could be making for, even though you're not doing a lot of work, you could be making more money then you're saving on occasional gear purchases by actually doing a real job. Like, so this is this came up on a podcast I was listening to, and um, it, it's a real problem because it puts people who are genuinely want to work in that field and want to do that kind of work, it just puts them out of a job because they can't. You know why? Why? Why is a shoe company? Or a clothing company going to pay people to market for them? People are just going to do it for free, for sure. You know, and and there's there's always like word of mouth, right? Like that's always been a thing. But it's like it's a step beyond word of mouth, and it just rubs me the wrong way. Well, that's almost like an equivalent would be um, like enthusiast press for video games or something. Yeah, where you run some blog i mean the the bloggers they're always trying to pull bullshit like this 
mm-hmm. you find some guy who's willing to write a review yeah. for your blog just for fun or for your website just because just because it's an opportunity to be published on whatever thing mm-hmm. and you're doing it for zero dollars so why would they go pay a writer to do it mm-hmm. oh that's even just like any kind of fandom thing in the social media spaces mm-hmm. they're gonna do the work for us they're gonna talk it all up i'm not gonna bother paying anybody to do that that'd be stupid mm-hmm. it's it's the rare alex yawn oh i'm good I'll be up till like 4 a.m. I'm good. I mean, I figured. <laughs> Anytime you text me earlier than like noon, I'm like, oh, something happened. What's wrong? Wow. I'm worried. I get worried. Because I know, I I know, up, I know, the, I know the rhythm. Be- I wake up before noon. All right. I just know the rhythms. I'm 11.59 saying, is before noon. And I get concerned. Well, first of all, yes, that's technically <laughs> true. Just like, just like the rundown not being 20 years old. But... I wake up well before noon. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Vince McMahon is not the only one who can operate on four hours of sleep, okay? Uh Uh-huh. Me, Vince, Dana White. We could all do it. Amphetamines. No comment. I can't do four hours. (laughs) Six I can do. Four I can't do. No, four hours is death march territory. Yeah, four is just keep the hook it to my veins and maybe we can get through the day. (laughs) And that I need like 12 hours that night. Okay, now, uh, just because I'm tracking all the topics in their succession, <laughs> sure. I, I must go back for a second because I don't know how I, der- I probably derailed myself, but FTC trying to block Microsoft and Activision. Purchase. Oh, yeah, you yeah. did say okay. that, and then we just... <laughs> <laughs> somewhere completely different. I thought there was interesting parts of the FTC's statement that didn't really ring true to me, and then... I saw and a former FTC commissioner was interviewed on CNBC, I believe, and she was talking for a few minutes about some of the same stuff that just doesn't is going to be very hard to make an argument in a court of law. And, you know, she was saying traditionally this is a this is a different um, try attempt to block by the FTC because. Normally, when the FTC tries to kill a purchase, they're tried, their argument would be, the lead argument would be, this is going to create a vertical monopoly, and here's how. Mm-hmm. Okay? And obviously, this doesn't... Microsoft buying Activision does not create a vertical monopoly in any way, shape, or form. Sure. So they're going to have to make arguments that are really never made in this circumstance which is going to be a really uphill battle, in her opinion, anyway. And the other thing that stood out to me, and she noticed it as well, was Microsoft, uh, the FTC is trying to make the argument in their statement that Microsoft and Sony are really only competing against each other, and Nintendo does not compete with them. And while I understand that yes in theory microsoft and sony are playing a different game if you will than nintendo is the idea that they're not competing is just fucking hilarious yeah because they're all three are competing for the same exact thing your time and your money Mm -hmm. and it's in the same space like yes the nintendo switch is made of technology from 20 years ago (laughs) 
Gotta get that side swipe and the in. P- <laughs> well, Can't yeah. help himself. Well, it is. But in the PS5 and the Series X are obviously, uh, like, in comparison, like... But it's a video game. Right. It's still... Right. At the end of the day, you're all three are making video games. You're all competing against each other. And uh, the idea that Nintendo... Like, I can't even wait. Well, the because the question I would ask is, if that's... Okay, well, if the Switch went away, would... Would the players of the Switch, would they go to Xbox or PlayStation? Well, if you're asking me, my answer is yes. Exactly. Because yeah. it's a competing product and it's it would that's what would be available. That would be my argument. Right. You know, no, I mean, if they've, they've, the FTC actually tried to make that argument in court, I'm sure Microsoft's lawyers would just have a fucking field day. It's... It's a weird one, and we've talked about this. It's one of those one. This is one of those great think, situations of because I mean, let's just lay it out on the table. None of us are experts in this enough to well, speak with any kind of also, certainty. Also, right? I think all three of us, on principle, are against this purchase. Yes, it's one of those things where it's like we're all. Yeah, you're right. We're all against this on principle, but if you said to me like. What is the legal basis to block it? <laughs> Big old shrug. I, I, I don't. I don't know that there is one. You know, I, it's like I. And and part of that is because a lot of that's just because I don't know jack shit about law. But I also don't just. I just don't hear about mergers like this being blocked ever. Like it's. I'm fundamentally against it. I think there, if, if if there is not a legal basis to block it, we should be thinking about how do we get a legal basis to block it and try to maintain, try to cut down on the number of mergers and acquisitions in general. But as far as I can tell, there, there's no, there's nothing to say. It, it shouldn't be able to go through. Well, at least not in the U.S. I, I did think it was interesting that as part of their statement, they made mention that, you know, and obviously who knows when these two games exactly are going to end up coming out because everything just keeps getting delayed. But I do think it's a misstep from Microsoft that they uh, are making Starfield and Redfall to Bethesda games exclusive to PC and Xbox. Because I do think it looks bad, even if you're not technically withholding content, right? Because it would be different if Microsoft said, okay, here's Elder Scrolls, whatever they, the next one will be when that comes out 30 years from now. Or here's Fallout. You know, we're not releasing these on PlayStation anymore. Because then you could make the argument they're taking content away. Sure from playstation are they planning on releasing those on the playstation i'm sure they are um do you think so i i would because it's a pure net positive i've talked about this before but if you release fallout whatever or elder scrolls whatever on the playstation you're winning in every single way because you're going to get all the money from people buying it straight up on the PlayStation at the same time, it makes Game Pass look like a more valuable service on the Xbox and PC. So it's just like pure profit all over the place. 
I I don't know that I agree with that. I don't think you spend that kind of money on something to sell it on your competitor's device. That's kind of where I'm coming at it from. Because I mean, it's it, it, you know when uh, I'll I'll accept that argument when Sony sells The Last of Us on an Xbox. But the but it's a little bit different because The Last of Us doesn't go on their subscription service when it comes out. It doesn't matter. You're still putting it on their other device. Have you guys seen the trailer for the for the show? Looks good. Looks good. I haven't seen the latest one. Ooh, looks good, Bob. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to watch. I mean, oh. I think you have a valid point. I just, I, I, I would need like. I think it just my, my general opinion, just to lay it out for anyone who doesn't know the math, is I think. It makes your console look so much more appealing because really at the end of the day, the Series X and the PS5 are extremely comparable devices technology wise. Mm -hmm. What separates them is content that's available and where your friends are if you care about multiplayer. Okay, that's essentially their two differentiators. Yeah. Um, Content being the really big one, probably. So. Why would you put your content on your competitor's device? My argument would be. It it's it's almost soul crushing if you only own a PlayStation and Elder Scrolls comes out and it's seventy dollars and Fallout comes out and it's seventy dollars and Doom comes out and it's seventy dollars and Prey comes out and it's seventy dollars and you know whatever other Bethesda IP that you can think of right all these games come out seventy dollars seventy dollars seventy dollars and then over on Xbox they're just paying. You know, if you're an idiot, 15 a month. And but it's not for that one game. It's for like 300 games. Sure. But that's also assuming you're talking about a demographic that's going to buy every Bethesda game. Well, if if the games are extremely popular, they are extremely popular. But there are got to I'm sure there are people out there who are just their fallout stands and they're going to play fallout. and They don't really care about doom or prey or whatever well and wouldn't you rather and maybe you've said this not paying attention wouldn't you rather um okay fallout's only gonna be on xbox all right you gotta buy an xbox to play it right i i mean i i understand where you're coming i understand from, where you're coming but, from but too. there's much less money if you make that decision that's a short-term huge loss for a potential long-term gain and let, most giant companies let, don't like operating on that mindset. Let me let me put it this way: I I'm I'm not gonna I disagree with you. I wouldn't. I would, but I would entertain it though if we could see if we could really see a detailed breakdown and analysis of you know kind of really exploring those out in hard numbers. I mean, because if it's me. I, I if if I if I can't do it, you know, if I can't really get that analysis, there's no way I'm selling on my competitor's device, especially when I just spent that much money. I, I it, like not a chance. You want to play Bethesda? You want to play Fallout? You want to play this iconic game series that you've been playing forever? Guess what? You got to shell out the money for an Xbox. So, End of story. So. There hasn't, we don't have any examples yet, right? All we have, because Microsoft can't ever seem to release a video game, but uh, all we have is what's happened with 
ongoing games, right? Like Minecraft hasn't been pulled from anything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Elder Scrolls Online hasn't been pulled from anything. They've continued to release patches for all platforms that games are available on, right? It's not like they stopped patching Doom Eternal or something, you know, on the PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's really all we have to go on right now. There really hasn't been any that I can think of new games from established franchises. So we don't know. Well, Um, and even with, you know, any new games that are coming up, you don't know what contracts were signed. That's true too. And, um, but we do know, and so this is where it kind of comes back to the FTC stuff. We do know Starfield is not coming out on PlayStation and we do know Redfall is not coming out on PlayStation. Those are two Bethesda games. Mm -hmm. And one of the funny things in that statement was, the FTC tried to say Microsoft told the EU they weren't going to withhold content from the PlayStation. And now you could make the argument they're not withholding content because these games were never announced for those platforms, right. of course. Um, but what's funny is the next day, whatever part of the EU that deals with this sort of thing came out and made a statement and said Microsoft never made any such commitment to us when they bought Bethesda. So that's embarrassing. A little bit. A little bit. little bit. But I would be, I, I'm of the personal opinion, <clears throat> I could be totally wrong being an idiot on a podcast, that I think they're just trying to get concessions out of Microsoft for this purchase. I mean, could be. I don't think they want this to end up in court because I just don't see what I'm, like, we're all idiots when it comes to this. Yeah. I just don't know what argument you would make to block this purchase. Well, and I do know you're not going to court unless you've got a pretty good chance of winning. Also, I mean, look, at the end of the day, Microsoft just has to say, you're claiming we're going to have a vertical monopoly in what space? Right. In video games, which is what we're buying them for, Sony and Tencent are still bigger than us. Even if we buy Activision, they're bigger than us. I... Yeah, no. It's... Nintendo, you're trying to take Nintendo out of the equation because Nintendo smacks the shit out of us in console sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's like that's the stuff that's going to come up in court when you're actually looking at the hard numbers like you're talking about. The Microsoft's just going to say, because part of this whole thing this whole time when they've been trying to get this Activision thing through is they've been saying, oh my God, Sony's first party content is incredible. Our first party content fucking sucks. <laughs> we have to go out and buy stuff to reinforce our library to compete with Sony because they're so good at this, right? And they're not wrong. <laughs> but it is always funny. It's like it's like every year when a new sports game comes out and they go, new sports ball game. It's the greatest one ever. Good Lord, our game last year fucking sucked. This one's great, though. And then the next year they recycle the same exact Over and marketing. over, yeah. Um, that was and, dog and shit. And that's what Microsoft's been doing with this Activision purchase. Oh, this shit all sucks. We're, we're so bad at this. Even if we buy them, we're number three. We're number three. We suck at this. Let them. Let us buy them. Yeah, we'll like come along in ten years, and we'll want to buy Nintendo too. But still, <laughs> let us buy them. Let us do this now. Let us. Ten years is ten years. We could all be dead. Resistance is futile. Do Do you have any more topics, Bob? Before we get on to the final topic. What is the final topic? Uh, you know what the final topic is. Um, it involves people making bad decisions. Yes. Um, I have two more topics on my list. Um, and Erica has a topic on her list. Um, I mean, I don't know how much I can say about the AI generation that I didn't, I 
already kind of touched on. I think it's just goes goes into people not understanding how like what what did I say when we were talking about this over dinner? It's it's there's nothing wrong because I've heard people being like, oh, well, it's gatekeeping. I can't draw, so you're going to take away AI generation from me. I can't make art. And it's like, well, you could learn to draw. Like, it's a like, skill that you... I didn't, like... Like, as if people who are great artists were just born But that this what ability. people think, that it's just, oh, it's just an inbred skill, and I can't do it, so that's not fair to me. And it's like, no, that's something... Like, Alex Ross didn't start painting that way from the womb. That was a skill... He had to learn and foster and grow and work at. It, it just, you see, it's, it's I think, part of this larger kind of anti-intellectualism sort of thing you see through our, our society now, where it's like, I don't want to have to work for anything. That's uh, so I, true. There, there's people who are, are I, I can't accept that there are people who are smarter than me who may have studied, you know, like, virology for their like dr fauci knows more than me about the COVID 19 uh, that's yeah. not right that's not true well maybe he knows more than you but does he know more than commandant trump <laughs> commandant trump he's another one it's just like that you're not going to know everything about everything people go to school to learn about this stuff and work at this stuff it's it's not all just it, 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 you're not going to be the best at everything, and that's fine. You're not going to know everything. See, that's fine. See, when you were, were bringing this up earlier, I, I thought this was a really interesting train of thought mm-hmm. because when I when I think of this AI, you know, the art generation, I mean, I think of, you know, two things come to mind, which is one, it's from a technology perspective, really fascinating. I will concede that my major issue with it is that you're one you're you're stealing from artists to make this stuff and then they're not going to get compensated fairly. Mm-hmm. It it goes back to a workers rights thing for me. And then you're devaluing people who have worked at their craft mm-hmm. and have taken a long time to get good at what they're you know, what what they've studied and practiced, and now it's just, oh, well, I can just plug a few things in a computer, and I don't really need you. So, I'm, I guess, and I don't I don't have the answer to this, because I, 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 I kind of feel, I've, I feel a lot of empathy for your perspective on this. But you're going to boomer me. I'm not going to boomer you. I'm, I'm just curious what, what the solution is. Like, what, what is the regulation of it? Oh, I don't know what the fucking solution is because I don't. I'm not like opposed to it. It's it's. I will admit, it's kind of cool. But at the same time, what worries me is it's devaluing. It's devaluing a workforce. Well, if you if you don't believe that companies are going to come along eventually once this, this stuff is, is it, exactly. really really working well, because right now it's like. You see with a lot of this stuff, and I understand just generally artists struggle to draw things like hands. Like hands are just wacky. Hands are hard but, to draw. Um, you see like the AI really struggles with stuff like hands. Hands, um, feet, but, eyes. Uh, and you do end up with a lot of very inhuman like uncanny valley 
looking creations often, but you do end up with some really great art. But yeah, it's all it's obviously all like it's pulling from stolen sources essentially. See, to me I think that's that's where you got to get to the heart of um in terms of regulation is uh, finding you got you you need to make it so that like artists would have to be compensated for their contribution to that AI algorithm. Like if you if if a piece of artwork is going to be in that database that that AI you should be compensated. For you it. should have to pay for it and um and that license should not be the same kind of license as you know like any so many of the others i think um, it it's a lot of stuff in this kind of digital realm you're seeing it with them taking it, i think it it you can tie it into stuff like taking off westworld from hbo max so that you don't have to pay residuals it's looking it, it's we're in a digital age in mm-hmm. art all, all forms of art yep and the contracts need to be rewritten so that the artists aren't getting bilked out of compensation for their work yeah. in a digital age. I mean, if I'm if I'm an artist right now, I'm looking at and I actually have not looked at this, but it would be interesting to see if those Creative Commons licenses have been updated um, such that, like, if you you can't use my image in an AI generator, right? Um, or, you know, and it, so stuff like that. That's what I think is where you're going to have to go with it, because you you've got to you've ultimately you got to make it. You have to make it so that the you know using the AI to generate artwork is expensive. Sure. Well, I think the where Alex was coming at it was something that I was trying to get at too. Is let's say for the next Pixar movie, we we're going to design some characters. Mm-hmm. Well, why am I going to hire people? About my AI generator. Why, why would I have someone? Why would I pay someone to do concept art? Right. When I can just plug this into this AI generator and just use that. Mm-hmm. The other if thing, it gets, if it gets that, good. if it gets that good, but it's also a, a, a an issue with. Just like the art we're seeing, or movies that we're seeing too, everything is so innocuous. Nothing is, nothing is unique anymore. It's all just gray and bleh, with the occasional everything everywhere all at once that pokes out mm-hmm. every now and again. I, I don't want stuff to get boiled down into just like a gray sludge. I want unique shit. And I think the other answer to that is. Buy art from local artists. Well, that's what I try uh, and do. You know, um, it's like those lovely Witcher portraits. Um, I've got a question on those after this thought. Oh, uh, what what is your question? And after this thought, okay. Um, you know, you have to show society, people on in general have to show society that we are willing mm-hmm. to support small businesses, working artists, that these things have value. Sure. If we don't do that then it just they'll be steamrolled and uh, it'll just it will happen and we'll get to that point that we were talking about earlier where no one has a job right exactly and what what are people gonna fucking do well that's the thing all this shit ties in it's all like symptomatic of the same shit what was your thought about those gorgeous now i pencil drawings i know i know who the the two on the right are but who is? are you not familiar with eskel from uh the books and the game no that's Askel. He's okay. another wolf witcher. Askel. School of the wolf. Got it. Okay. Beloved 
murdered uh, serendipitously in uh, the, TV uh, the TV show. Oh, I also... Too much uproar. Now, you and I will probably be the only ones that give a shit about this, Bob. But do you remember, like, months ago, YouTube and Google, after, like, years of letting this go for some reason, finally decided to hit the YouTube Vanced project with a cease and desist, you know? Yeah. Do you remember this, Erica? So YouTube Vanced is a version of the YouTube app for Android. But what it would do is it would allow YouTube premium features without paying for them. So stuff like no ads. Yes. Stuff like I vaguely play, remember you guys talking about downloading this, yes. the videos, stuff like that. So this was out there for like literally a years. long ass time. Like yeah. I can't even remember. I couldn't, couldn't even believe it was being allowed to go so long. Um, and it got killed eventually and it still works like it's starting to because you know eventually YouTube updates stuff right and yeah. so parts of it are starting to break like when you want to go on there you might get served an ad like when you open the app but not in videos you know um, so parts of it were starting to break so I was like you know what there's this other team that took up the project kind of they're doing their own side thing they're not it's not got nothing to do with YouTube advanced but it's called YouTube well, the, the project is called Revanced. And what it is that's interesting, because I think the thought the thought was what got this team into trouble was they were distributing the final product. Mm -hmm. So, like, here's the YouTube app with all the patches we've done, with the ad blocking, everything built in. Here's the final product. Go have fun. All you got to do is install it, right? Mm -hmm. So what this Revanced team did to get around this problem is they made a program called Revanced Manager. It's an Android app. You can't get it from the Play Store, obviously. Um, you have to go, you know, just download it off GitHub. The deep but, web. Yeah, the deep, the deep web. The get, deep GitHub. The deep web of GitHub, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what Revanced Manager does is, for YouTube, for example, you go on there and you say, I want stuff like ad blocking. I want sponsor block, which is when people take a video and they... Um, report the time frames to sponsor block of when an ad is in the video and then it just skips right over that part or you can click a button to have it skip over the the sponsored part hmm. um, so a bunch of things like background play whatever there's like 30 sure. 40 different patches something like that that you can apply but what it does is instead of them serving you the YouTube app you go download the YouTube app from like APK mirror or a website like that you load the app up you load the file up into revanced manager it then applies the patches and then it gives you the finished product for you to install so so they've found a way around it. so they are all they're distributing is the patches they're not distributing the youtube app do you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. yeah and what's interesting though is now and by the way I've installed this it's really easy works fucking flawlessly because <laughs> um, you know I have of no course. tolerance for apps no. uh, ads I mean none Can't Erica do it. zero um, that's why we don't watch YouTube that much anymore because it's just a constant onslaught oh, and of ads the ads and everything are always getting worse all the time oh yeah so <laughs> See, remember that one time it, we were watching it's always sunny and I was like, I can't do this. No, yeah. It was like political season. There were like three ads, and I'm like, this is interrupting Charlie Day's face. We need to get like normal Hulu. See, what I think is funny about this, though, is it, it just, it's interesting because we both have two very different approaches. We have two different approaches. Yes, you, you would just not use said thing. Right. Um, 
So, in I'm not saying one's worse or better. I just I just do think it's interesting, and it makes this conversation more interesting at least. But what's fun is Google, and maybe it doesn't affect them at the moment. But Google has created a whole new problem for everyone else by killing YouTube Vanced and this new team cropping up with this Revanced Manager. Mm -hmm. Because Revanced Manager doesn't only patch YouTube. It can also patch apps like Twitch or Mm. TikTok (laughs) or Twitter or Instagram. It patches a bunch of other apps. So is everybody else like... So it punches. Uh, you can feed the APK of whatever program into you to into Revanced Manager, and it pops you out the ad-free version. That's pretty great. That's amazing. I and all they're distributing is is patches. That's it. They're not distributing the files themselves. That's amazing. That's pretty great. I, I that is pretty. That's a level. That's of, pretty of, clever. Of sticking it to the man that that Erica can get behind. I do greatly appreciate that. Um, too bad I don't have Android. Apparently, um, apparently, the EU might be on its way to getting Apple to allow side loading of apps on the iPhone. I did. I saw that today. And Are you flying that, in again? If that happens, I wouldn't be shocked if something like a revanced manager ends up on iPhone sooner rather than later. Yeah. Oh, it would have to. It's the EU with the steel chair. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Thank goodness for the EU. At least they give a shit about consumers. A uh, little. A little. A little. A little. Just a bit. A um, okay, two quick hits, and then we got to get, because we're, we're going on here. We're almost at three hours. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I, thought, I thought we were pushing for four tonight on a work night for Bob. I still need to get a run in today. Oh, my God, you're a maniac. It's, yeah. You're just coming to that realization now? I did think when Bob mentioned, like, oh, what if we went to a 19-hour work week? I was like, how much can you run? <laughs> like, I know that's what this is about. Well, listen, I've given you the data. It's not as much as you think. He told me he ran 2,000 miles this year. I know. I know, Alex. All right, quick hits. Come on. All right. Quick um, hits. Rest in peace, rock band. Oh, and all the other stuff that Epic's pulling down. Yep. Dude, have you seen... Okay, Fortnite got updated to Unreal Engine 5.1. Not a quick hit. <laughs> have you seen the graphics? No. Gorgeous? Dude, I don't... You know I fucking hate all BRs. I don't give two shits about Fortnite. I almost just want to install it just to run around and look at stuff. If you go look at... Like, just go find a fucking comparison video of what Fortnite looked like before versus what it looks like now, and it's still running at 60 FPS, the game is beautiful. It, like, do, does it have, like, an explore mode? I don't know. Because <laughs> that would be interesting. Witcher 3 did add a uh, photo mode in the new... Uh, the next and you can pet Roach. You can pet Roach. Speaking of that next gen patch, I read, you know, I sent you that patch where they, the patch notes where they said mm-hmm. they implemented a bunch of mods, community yeah. mods. But there was the one that they said they implemented parts of it. And it was like a combat rebalancing mod. And I wonder what parts they added because I know part of that combat rebalancing mod is I believe that mod nerfs the fucking shit 
out of, of the Quen shield. I was just yes. taught because I went uh, So away. I would be very curious to find out if that got implemented because that Quen shield, I mean, look, you don't have to use it, right? You said it was But that Quen shield breaks the game. Yeah, and I was, it did. Did you use it? It I hadn't the gotten whole game. there yet. I was telling Sheila about it uh, over the weekend and she because she's still uh, in the midst of the uh, main story. Oh, so she is she on like something newer or what she's on? What, what console is she on? Uh, I think she's on a PlayStation 5. Oh, so she's going to all of a sudden like wake up and like play a totally different game. She'll visually. be in the Wizard of Oz, right? <laughs> yeah. It'll be Dorothy like, it'll, waking up in It'll Oz. go from like, wow, this game's blurry to wow. Why does this game look so sepia tone. Oh, shit. It's Technicolor. Crickets. <laughs> um, Cricket. Um, so the thing with the Rock Band server shutting down, it's most of the Rock Band games are losing their servers um you'll be able to continue playing if you have everything downloaded but you won't be able to download anything i think it's sometime in january Mm. um sadly we lost our controllers um in the flooding incident um so they're gone and i actually went to go like find some to to buy because i would plug it in every now and then and play and they were like obscenely expensive i did i was in uh gamestop buying uh a gift for someone and the guy ahead of me was looking for rock band stuff and they were just like nah we we get it and it's gone immediately yeah i'm just telling you now bob if you were to find rock band peripherals and say downloaded all that stuff you're talking about onto your series x that console is in immediate imminent danger because you know with your luck yes bob the dog's gonna pee right down right the on vents. right in it yeah izzy's gonna get a hold of it and just throw it right into the ground something's gonna happen i know um that is the kind of thing you almost got to look out for at like garage sales and shit it's gotta yeah. be somebody who doesn't know what they have yeah but um and i had it on a ps3 or yeah, because I think it was... Or no, no, I must have had it in a... You could get... I, cause, so Rock Band 4 is going to continue to have support. So it's not fully dead, but a lot of the other older... Everything older than Rock Band 4, which is everything else, is, is going to be dead. I didn't even know. Did Epic buy Rock Band? I didn't know this either. I thought... I don't owns, know. I thought like EA owned Rock Band. No idea. I thought so. Um, One more quick hit. Um, Saw today that... Amazon is going to have a God of War TV show. Really? Yes. And just announced in the last 20 minutes, uh, Kratos is going to be portrayed by Henry Cavill. (laughs) That would be funny. That would be really fucking funny. (laughs) Henry Uh, comes out, this whole time, guys, I've been the biggest fan of God of War. Wow, I know everything about it. It's crazy. I wonder if in God Oh, and all War, the fucking like, video game fanboys be like, oh, Henry, we love you so. Or maybe it'll be the hey, least, hey. least Hemsworth. Quick, quick Hemsworth hit. Hemsworth the least. Quick hit. Quick hit. Hades too, Erica. Oh, fuck yeah, man. I am so down for that Following shit. Following the daughter of Zeus. Into it. Let's go. I do enjoy how, like, Throughout like the first two and a half hours of this podcast, <laughs> we covered essentially two topics. Oh yeah. And in the last quick hits half hour, we've covered one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Well, six of those in the last ten yeah, minutes. Those, those were your topics, so of course we aren't interested in them. Hurtful. I am pumped as shit for Hades too though, man. You're sure that's gonna be great. 
trying to think. Did anything else of interest get announced at the Game Awards? Hmm. A new Armored Core game from From Software. That'll probably be great. Um, Nothing else really popped across my feed. Tumblr was very excited about Hades, too. Yeah, nothing else I can really remember off the top of my head. Oh, there's the Horizon Forbidden West DLC that won't be coming out on the PS4 or the PS4 Pro. It's only coming out on the PS5. Yep. So if you bought the game on those systems, fuck you. Go fuck yourself. What are you going to do? <laughs> not play it. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not angry about that. Well, you haven't even played the game. Well, I've <laughs> played for like an hour. <laughs> I've played more than an hour, but played for like five hours. Um, you know, I'm not even. I'm not even super mad about. Like, they made a business decision that it wasn't worth it to do that. Yeah, it, it just is what it is. Um, At some point, these companies got to move on. I do think it's a little shitty to release a game for a given platform and then not release the DLC. Frankly. I agree, but uh, but Square Enix did the same thing with Final Fantasy VII Remake, where they didn't they that Yuffie DLC they released did not get released on the PS4. That's a PS5 only DLC. I mean, at a certain point, though, you you gotta expect big companies are going to force you to spend more money. Well, it's wild to think the Series X and PS5 and Series S have been out for what two years or is it two or three years now? I have no idea. I think it's over two years. And games are still being released on the last gen. Yeah. Like that is a little crazy. It's for insane. Sure. It just shows you how big the base is. Oh yeah. Well, that yeah. And they can't sell enough of these new ones. They can't make enough. Yeah. So well, they wild. can't make enough, and they're still selling like crazy. Yeah. Right. So no, every single one they made they manufacture is sold immediately. It's nuts. Bonkers. All right, we got to get to this last topic because we do have to end. I do need. To go run in the rain. <laughs> is it still raining? It, it, it sounded like it downpouring. was. Downpouring. Um, if it was downpouring, we'd be able to hear it. I think it, it's rain. It was at one point. But anyways. Yes. Alex. The been, challenge. It's been a the long challenge. time. I find... So... I have not watched anything, not, so yeah. I'm going to go silent. Enjoy. Yeah, it's, it's too bad, Erica, because if you would have watched some of these things happen with like i still think if you have time you should watch them not before not before kill the kill i I have my priorities straight alex thank you but um kill the kill way better than this season of the challenge not even in the same stratosphere that said um i am enjoying this season of the challenge i am somewhat worried about this twist so Uh, by the way, for people that don't give a shit about the challenge, you can just turn off the podcast because this shit's over. <laughs> yeah, here's what here's what you should do. You should skip to like three minutes before the end of the episode where we'll inevitably talk about like some other random ass shit for for <laughs> yeah. just a minute or we'll two. We'll come up with something else. I mean, it'll fair. Probably fair, fair be, it'll probably be something to do with The Witcher, if we're being honest. Um, I don't appreciate what you're implying. Talk about the challenge. You, you, you've got to go so, for a run, so, and then we're encroaching go, on the 11 p.m. So, so hour. Look, my, my point is, we're going to talk about this as if you've seen it, but um, we'll do a little bit of trying to make things make sense so Erica can enjoy the stupidity of man. Oh, you're fine. No, no you trust me. You're going to... Some of these things that have happened, Erica, amazing. <laughs> but... 
the first it's kind of like a usual season of the challenge right the first few episodes the pieces are kind of falling you're waiting people are waiting to make really big moves right that's usually how the challenge kind of starts and one of the early things this season was the rookies or maybe not rookies only but people who aren't really true veterans are doing very well yeah. you know you have a team like Jay and Michelle who aren't rookies but they've only done a season far. or two each, maybe, right? Didn't get very and far. And they're, they're doing very well in all these daily challenges, including winning two of them. Yep. And if not winning, they're right there. I yep. mean, they are doing well every single daily. Um, the problem is with the format of this season, you kind of don't want to win <laughs> because yeah. it puts a massive target on your back. So... What happens is, you know, it's not one of those seasons of the challenge where the loser of the daily goes right into elimination, Mm -hmm. but the team that wins the daily, so the season format is is pairs, and the the team that wins the daily has to nominate four teams to potentially go into elimination. I think you were telling me about this, Bob, yes. And that's a lot of people to piss off. Can I I make a a proposition? Um... Let uh, let's stop before the twist, and we'll save in in case you do ca- watch. Okay. Um, and that way, on the next episode, we can talk twist. I want to hear what the fucking the twist is. No, nah, nah, we'll watch. We got we got to wait to see how it plays out too. Because I will say, when it comes to the twist, I want to see how it plays out because I've really I'm really enjoying the format of this season, and I hope they don't screw it up. Okay. Yeah. But. I think there might have been a new episode either last night or tonight. It's, I think it airs on Wednesdays. So. I'm not sure. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Is it on Paramount Plus or did you get it on? I had to get it on Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So that's the core focus of the show. Those whoever wins the daily has to vote four teams in. They then pick one of those four teams, send them directly into elimination, and the other three then enter into the draw. But instead of like the last time they did the draw, and this is a fun wrinkle, I think. The last time they did the draw, it was just whoever pulls the kill card, you're in. Yep. This time, someone's pulling the safe card, or the safe dagger in this case. It's a pretty sweet looking dagger. I mean, yep. I want that dagger. Dagger. Um, you could kill somebody with that dagger <laughs> for sure. Um,. You pull the safe card, and then from the two other teams, you pick who to protect. So you're essentially picking as the safe card holder mm-hmm. who's going in. Yep. So the people who are doing this well are creating scenarios where alliances have to choose amongst each other to fuck over someone else in their alliance because they have no choice. So yeah. you're kind of exposing... Bob has said this. Yeah, yeah you're, you're kind of exposing people's list, right, of who they're protecting more yeah. than another. Really I mean, getting who their number ones are. Yeah, right. That, that's, I mean, if you're not someone's number one, you're not nobody in this particular... And I like that. And, you know, it's it rings more true to kind of the way Johnny Bananas plays the game where Johnny's number one... That's king. He might have other people, but there was it was always just if you're his number one, you're good. Yeah, everyone else is fucked. Um, like there might be other people on the list, but when it comes down to it, yeah, and he's usually pretty 
you know, people understand where they stand. But that um, was one of the funniest <laughs> conversations ever where was it Kayla comes in the room with Johnny and she's like, Well look, I'm protecting Zach and I'm protecting Leroy and I'm protecting whoever and whoever and doesn't that mean we should work together, Johnny? He's like, You do realize you just told me that I'd be number five on your list, right? <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> Like, oh, well, no, that's not what I meant, but that's what you just said. Yep. Oh, Kayla. Um, Who, by the way... Got eliminated first. Got eliminated first. She came on the show... Wait, did, her, or, or, is Leroy on this season? No. No. Okay. No, this is... Oh, yeah, that's what I thought, but then I was like, wait a minute. No, no, no. No, um, no, no. You're thinking of two different people. Cam is Leroy's yes, wife, I yeah. believe, or yes. at least baby mama. I'm not sure if they're married or not. I think they're married. I was just like, wow, that was a short retirement. It's like no, wrestling. Uh, Kayla is, she's like the short white girl who like really punched annoying. Melissa on one season, like day one. Do you remember that? Vaguely. And got tossed off the show. You'd immediately know her. You'd know her if you saw yeah. her. Okay. If you look her up. She's but super annoying. I hate her. She should go away. She tossed someone. I think she tossed, was it Nani's luggage she tossed in the pool or something? She tossed someone's luggage remember. in a pool one season. I don't remember. Anyway, she's like nobody. But she she so she got married to some guy who by all accounts she met like 3 weeks before the challenge, got married and then went on the show with the guy. I mean, that seems like a I mean, a, an excellent move. That, so. That's somewhat hyperbolic, but not that hyperbolic. So in um, the show, by the way, is it's called Rider Dies. So the whole yeah. concept of the show is supposed to be you're paired up with your significant other or your best friend or someone you're really, really tight with, right? right. Sure. Um, and some of the pairings are hilarious in oh, that the, regard. The pairings are great. Um, it, is there some disagreement amongst the pairings? Well, like just off the top of my head, they paired up Jordan and Anissa, and I don't think Jordan and Anissa even like each other. I was going to say. <laughs> so, I would think Jordan would be a little bit like, really? My my thing on this show that you could have like really helped this show right out of the gate in terms of a casting decision would have been instead of putting Laurel with this dork Jack who sucks and putting Jordan with Anissa who sucks, why don't we just axe Anissa and Jack off the show and put Laurel and Jordan together? It'd be too good. I always gonna say no one would be. Able I to, I have to. It. I have to assume Jordan agreed to come on the show with the anchor that is Anissa, um, because he assumed he he assumed there would be some manner of twist. <laughs> I don't know. Because I mean, there he, always is. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's so. This is my problem with the twist. Is that every season? Can fucking the, talk around it. Can we just say what the twist is, please? No, it's we don't even know what it is yet. Really. Oh, you don't know? Okay, we I sort of know, knew. but we, we don't know how of, it's gonna. We don't know how it's gonna play out. Okay, yeah, we kind of know, but not really. But you, the every every season for for the last several, right? Like, there's been a twist that shakes everything up, and, and sometimes it improves the show, and sometimes it makes the show worse. Right. So, like. If you're going on the show, you're going on a show like this, you're coming in with a partner, like there's you gotta have it in the if you're if you're not a dummy, you gotta have it in the back of your mind. There's a very good chance I might start with this person. I'm probably not gonna end with this person. Cause this is just the way they do the show anymore. Um so it it's I cause I can't imagine Jordan agrees to come on the show. Um 
if he genuinely expects that he would have to carry Anissa to and through a final. Yeah, but what, they're not telling you who your partner is before you like agree to be on the show, or do they? Well, I think in this case you'd have to know. Like, I don't know that you would. I mean, well, some of them, some of them, yeah, for well, sure. If you're I mean, married, maybe. obviously, if right. it's like you're someone you're dating or married to. But it could just be like we think we're going to be on the same season together. You don't necessarily know that you're going to be a pair. I, mean, I think they probably knew. I'm gonna. I would think they did. I think you could probably, I mean, one, they know it's probably going to be a pairs format. I mean, Maybe. I don't know. It's hard to say. But Jordan say. and Anissa also came in late. Late. Oh. So they were a backup pair oh. or something. I don't no, know. No, they did a thing for like three episodes oh, where, where they kept just introducing At the end of people. the episode, like the end yeah. of the first episode, they bring in Bananas and Nani. Mm-hmm. At the end of the second episode, I think they bring in Jordan and Anissa and I I think there was someone and, else. Oh, was bananas the end of the and third episode, Darrell and Veronica. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So bananas is back on the main show. I, I think it's. I think that was an interesting. <laughs> the return of the king, if you will. Yeah, I think it was an interesting call to do that because I mean, you know, you're going to lose a couple of teams really early, usually, right? Um, you know, and, and this year you lost the uh, Nam. And yeah, uh, Nam and his and, partner or something. I don't even remember what it was because they were on the show for literally five seconds. Yeah, um, because she quit. And then and then Casey and her brother. cousin. Oh, brother. Brother. Casey and her brother, who is just as much wallpaper as she is, um, were, were going to be on the show, got pulled. They don't say this on the show. I don't know why they didn't. But they got pulled because they had COVID. Mm-hmm. And then once they, I guess, were testing negative, they brought them back in, like, the second episode, yeah. I think. Oh, or it was a little longer than that. But I thought it was the second episode. No, no. It was, it was I, th- I thought it was the third, at least. Um, but, um, I, I, you know, what's interesting about this season has been the politics of it has been way more interesting than the actual challenges. Yeah, I think the politics and because of who's ended up in elimination or the draw... <laughs> has made the the draw and the eliminations like very suspenseful to tell you the truth it has been yeah um and like people you don't want to see in right like laurel was in two eliminations and they they got her on the second elimination frankly just because her teammate was trash well and because oh, is laurel out now out yeah oh, that's that sucked well okay so the elimination laurel lost she was honestly borderline fucked on so here's what happened and and this is where so Jay and Michelle, one of the challenges they did, they totally, they won, but then they totally fucked up their nominations. It was so stupid. They didn't put, so essentially the main alliance in the house could pretty much be like newer people against vets, but the newer people had a big numbers advantage at the start anyway, as it kind of always is. And then the vets whittle away at the idiot, right, idiots. Right. Um, so their first nomination they didn't put bananas and nani in for some fucking reason and got a bunch of shit over that and then they put in like their own alliance really and ended up i think eliminating a pair that would have voted with them (laughs) it was like just a terrible nomination process they were just just people who don't know how to play yeah right yeah 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 then they win again and the next time they actually did a good, a smart thing. So one of the other parts of the first time they went in is apparently Jay and Laurel's ride or die, or I'm just going to say 
partner from now on because sure. I just can't tolerate. Yeah, yeah you're fine. They say ride or die on this show like a million times, um, as they always do every season with their fucking stupid titles. Well, it was like that. What, what was it? The it's a dirty Vendetta. game. It's a dirty oh, game, dirty, dirty, and it was like, yeah. shoot me in the face, please. Um. So the first time though, what was interesting was apparently these these two guys, Jay and Laurel's partner Jack, were just getting along handsomely. Like, they were best friends in the yeah. house. And then Laurel and Jack, who, by the way, had been sucking ass in every daily because apparently Laurel was somewhat out of shape, like not to a noticeable degree, but what she would consider out of shape for her. And her she was out of shape, and Jack just sucks. So they were not doing well in any of these dailies. So when they were directly thrown in, like one, they put them in a nomination. They put them into the, you know, pool of four, right? Yep. Jay and Michelle. And so Jack and Laurel are like, what the fuck? Which actually led to one of the funniest, because um, what happens is when you nominate the four teams, then they have to go in and like talk to the team that nominated them, you know? Sure. So Jack and Laurel go in there. You remember this? And... Jay and Michelle are just talking and talking and talking, and then they stop talking, and Jack and Laurel don't say a word. They're just looking at him. <laughs> and and I think, like, Jay just goes, or one of them goes, like, are you going to, like, say anything? And Laurel just looks at him and goes, was there a question in there? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, just, like, eviscerates him in one one sentence. You've been punked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, was that was, not a, was that not exactly what happened? It was so fucking funny. Just good stuff. Because I mean, it was like one of those. It was just both of the times they won, and all the people they nominated was just like, "What are you doing? What like this is amazing? Like, because you know, normally you come into interrogation, and like the people who are being interrogated are like trying to be, they, you know, they're doing one of two things. They're generally like either saying. Like, here's all the reasons why you shouldn't choose me, and here's what I can do for you, which yeah, is always right. bullshit. But, you know, that's that's the one tactic. The other tactic is, like, the personal attack of, like, how could you do this to me? We are so tight. But this, these ones were just, like, we don't even know what, like, I, I can't even create an argument because I don't understand what you what you're doing like i i don't know yeah. why we're here right like it just doesn't make game sense and, so <laughs> and that's what laurel said she's like you realize we've done nothing and we suck like what do you gain from eliminating us this is weird you know and we would have possibly voted with you because jack and jay get along well and and laurel basically laid it out there like pretty more, saying it without saying it it was like we're gonna give you we're like i'm willing to give you a pass on this that you made a dumb move it's like because you're clearly an idiot and we'll forget all of this as long as you don't throw us down and, then they, and then they threw him down. and then they threw him down. as the direct vote yeah <laughs> then so now I believe Nelson wins the next. You know, what happens is Laurel and Jack go down there. They win the elimination. They eliminate some rookie team. So Jay and Michelle, in the end, all they accomplished was fucking themselves. And they yep. pissed off everyone. Then I believe Bob the Dog just dropped an absolute nuclear bomb. He had a couple over here when he was sitting oh right behind God. me. And I was like, I'm going to die. Um, well, the problem is 
he's going outside to pee. He goes out, he pees real quick, and then that's it because it's raining. So he's probably got to take a giant shit. <laughs> and he just won't stay out in the rain long enough <laughs> the, to do the it. The carpet's as good of a place as any, I suppose. <laughs> um, <laughs> for yeah, we're going to have to wrap this up. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm trying. I am trying to get through this quickly. Um, I know you want to go run in the rain and everything, and you got to go to bed. <laughs> I know you want to go run in the rain. Um, <laughs> like a maniac. <laughs> so then I believe it's the next challenge that Nelson and his partner, is it Narice? I think that's her name. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Nelson wins a daily for like the first time in eons. It was or maybe the first time ever. Oh no, they 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 made such a big deal because it was like some absurd number yeah, of daily. It was like challenges. he had lost like a hundred dailies in a row or oh, something. Nelson. Like some yeah. insane amount of dailies. And so they win and Nelson actually, believe it or not, was extremely smart with his nominations. And in the what they did was they nominated the team they wanted in for sure. And then of the three others they picked, they picked two who they got them to say, if you two pull the safe dagger, you're both going to protect each other. Mm -hmm. So then all they had to do was hope that the team, the other team they wanted to go in doesn't pull the safe dagger. So like they basically had a one (laughs) in three, a two in three shot of getting the two teams in elimination that they wanted. And there was an added benefit to it with, uh, and credit to the woman in this. I can't remember her name, but the, so this is Nelson's love interest for this season. Um, Olivia. Olivia. Yeah. She said, you know, because they're talking game and she says, you know, if you throw us in, that will discredit the idea that we're working together and it's risky, but. You know, that can help us long term. Yeah. And so. Um, so so, was, so they so the, the odds go in their favor. Yeah. One of those teams that they didn't want in pulls the safe dagger, saves the other teams. So now they get the two teams in elimination they want, who I can't even remember who it was, to tell you the truth. No. But they then get one of the teams eliminated that they want eliminated. So Nelson actually, believe it or not, was like playing a smart game like look at you and and it was hilarious you can do it it was hilarious because afterwards like all of the interviews everyone was like nelson did really well like they eliminated somebody they had to call four names and like nobody's pissed off yeah what the fuck so then i believe jay and michelle win again and this is where they started to get themselves into the doomsday territory yep because what they did the first time was they put in Jordan and Anissa as one of the like three nominated teams that weren't sent directly in, but they didn't get the, they were safe in the end and they weren't like, they were annoyed, but they weren't mad. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so what, um, what happens is the next time it comes around and I can't, remember all the teams that were involved sure but jay and michelle what they do this time is they nominate laurel and jack again and they nominate jordan and anisa again i can't remember the other two but oh no i do remember no 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 this is a different one sorry i can't remember the other two you're all right 
I'm trying to keep like 55 teams straight. So this time what ends up happening is they end up directly nominating Jordan and Anissa. And so now Jordan's pissed. He's fucking mad. And um, I think this was the one actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what they did was these were the four teams they nominated. Jordan and Anissa. Um, Jack and Laurel. And I believe it was... See, Bob, I'm trying to remember this now. I believe the next time Jay and Michelle won, didn't yeah. they nominate Jordan and Anissa, and they sent them directly in, and then they nominated Laurel and Jack, and then didn't they nominate... Um, was this the one where they put in Bananas and Nani and Casey and her cousin or brother or whatever? Yeah, because they create, forced them. To create the no-win situation. Right. So I think this was the one where they actually played it smart. And what they did was they created a situation where obviously, because Nani and Casey are, are dating. So Oh, that's still going on, huh? Yeah. Oh, good for them. So appara- So what they did was they created a situation where if bananas and Nani end up pulling the kill, the, the safe card, the safe card. Yeah. And it's like, and Laurel is aligned with bananas clearly, but Johnny's like, I have no choice. Like I can't ask Nani to not save her girlfriend. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll, she'll kill me. (laughs) So, you know, I'm sorry, but it's like, we have to save Casey and her doofus brother, whose name I don't even know. How incensed is Laurel? Is it ca- I don't know. I think Laurel wasn't mad because I think she understood like it is what it is. So she was more like sad. Um, and what happened was they got this elimination that was just so bad for them because what it was was you had to like dump, you had to move all these blocks, like these cinder blocks or something, onto the top of a box. And when you moved all of them, the box would then open, a bunch of balls would come out. And they had lined up targets with all the like remaining cast member face faces on each side. And they had to throw the balls through all the faces. First team to do this wins. Okay. And but what happened was it was Jordan throwing on one side while Jack is trying to defend. And then Laurel throwing on another side while Anissa's trying to defend. And Jordan's just nailing everything. I mean, he's nailing such a high percentage of shots. And then on the off chance that Jack blocks one, Jordan's like, good job, Jack. And then he just throws the next one through the fucking... Like it's like he's like being he's like nice. He's playing a with a five-year-old, yeah, right? It's like he's being nice. He knows Jack's fucked. Right? He's playing with his little cousin. Like, ah, um, oh, good job, buddy. Did you give her the line? So no. So this was the best part of all of this. When Jordan and Anissa get nominated again, now they're mad, right? Because now you've done it twice, and you said you weren't going to. Right. You've gone back on your word. Them, and they your told word is them, your bond. They told them they weren't going to do this again. So Jordan goes in there, and I can't remember exactly what was said leading up to it. Jordan just goes, he says something along the lines of, and Bob contends he said this differently, but what I seem to remember is he says, you know, if you say you're going to do one thing and then you do another, that just means you're weak. (laughs) 
And and what do you <laughs> contend was said? I could swear what he said was it makes you look weak. Well, I mean, I will watch at some point. Yeah, so I would not be surprised if I'm wrong. I in, misremember in shit all the time. Reaction to this line was because it right. was a just destructive line. Yes. I mean, it was right there with when Laurel dropped the bomb on him. Like the was there a question in there? I mean, Jay was fucking furious. It was hilarious. He was so mad. Like in the moment, he's like, oh. You're going to call me weak? Yes. So right there, it was like, <laughs> that's why, that's literally why they sent them down. Because Jordan demolished him so badly. Jay was climber guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. And beat CT in that one elimination when CT was dad by but, CT. Which was the trigger for CT yes, to be like. to return to form. To return. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it, it was ridiculous. And then, of course, they get their comeuppance an episode or two later. Um. So, but what I was going to say leading up to that, though, is Nelson and Norris win another daily in there at some point. Oh, God, yeah. And I can't remember. I think, again, does does Nelson nominate Nani and Bananas? I know he nominates Nani and Bananas for sure. Does he, again, nominate Casey and her brother? Because I think he did, which is what I believe led to Nani. Nani goes full-blown fucking maniac guilt trip in this in this discussion Mm -hmm. she just goes like i forget exactly what she said but she's like nelson i looked at you like a brother and let me just tell you right now if my girlfriend goes home because of you i will never forgive you (laughs) like she's that she literally said something like that right which I love, and Nelson's and, and reaction Nelson was like, Nelson was like, someone just shot him. Yeah, because <laughs> going, you need to be there in that situation. Is Nani? Thank you for saying those nice things. This is the fucking challenge, right? I and if I want to throw you her out, I right. want to send her home. That's what I'm going to do. So deal with it. <laughs> it was it was amazing because he just looked like. Uh, it was it, like it was just this weird it was a world-class guilt trip yeah and i think he actually did scare i think they were going to put in bananas <laughs> and nani and when she just guilt tripped the shit out of them i think they ended up putting in someone else oh nelson it was yeah they they like the last minute shit with and there was something with um oh and then so he had that and that was like that like so the first time Nelson won Nelson and Norice won like they played it really well the second time they fumbled a bunch they kind of looked weak um and and they got beat up in interrogations and then there was the time the next episode where Nelson ends up in the draw and oh, Nelson yeah. pulls okay the, because Bananas and Nani won a daily, right? Right. So now they're returning the favor. Yep. So I think what happened was... Okay, I'm trying to remember. This is where Jay and Michelle got fucked. Jay and Michelle get voted in as one of the four. Yep. And they end up being the direct vote. So they're in the, the elimination no, no matter, matter what. what. Then Bananas and Nani put in Nelson and Norris. They put in Fessy and his partner, Mariah. And they put in Nelson's girlfriend olivia with her partner horacio 
And all Nelson is saying going up to the straw is, I don't want to pull the safe dagger. Because if I pull the safe dagger, I'm going to either have to choose between Fessy, who's my number one, and even though we all know me in the past. Even though we don't know, is, Fessy's a are piece you of shit. Nelson's number one is Fessy? Yes. Yeah. Nelson. So, or so, the girl I'm fucking. Or the girl I'm fucking. I mean, that was his two choices. Don't fucking okay? don't be stupid, Nelson. <laughs> so, gets down to it. Picks. All-time challenge moment. Seriously. It was incredible. Nelson, Norris pulls the safe dagger. Nelson in the background, you just see him go, Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) He throw Fessy. (laughs) He then goes, I don't know what to do. I'm so conflicted throws his girlfriend in over Fessy. Even Fessy, when you saw the relief on this dude's face, he thought he was going in because he would have tossed Nelson's well, ass Of course in he would have! A second goddamn yeah, thought. Yeah, wouldn't even have thought. Oh, Nelson. It was like, it was like, it was just so funny because the season starts so good for Nelson. And then he just, and then it's just it like, eh, I'm Nelson. But that's the thing, right? It's like he you will never win because you're a dummy. Now, and this is where everything really came up, Bananas and Nani, because not only did Horacio and Olivia go in and win this elimination and eliminate Jay and Michelle, so you just got rid of arguably the best team in the house because they were really doing very well. They were well. doing really well. And you get rid of them, but now... Nelson has shown where his true, uh, you know, colors lie here, right? And, like, you know, if you're his girlfriend, you're going to remember that. Maybe you're not super mad. Maybe you're not as mad as you. Filing that away. You'd be furious. You'd be furious. Bob would have died. I mean, Bob for sure would have been. That knife would have been through his heart. But. (laughs) But that being said. Bob is also not stupid enough to ally himself. With the biggest scumbag. With someone who has stabbed you in the back multiple times. <laughs> and fucked your friend over, too. So yep. Your boy, your best friend. By the way, Fessy's partner, as far as I can tell, is just like this fitness influencer girl who I think, like, someone found at the gym. Like, I'm not even... Yep. I don't even know if Fessy knows her. Yep. Seriously. Probably not. I, I don't think... I think they just... Like, no, don't, ha- you mean, he, don't you mean Fessel? <laughs> That's the other thing. No, he told me about that, and I about lost my mind. He wants to be known by his real name, Fessel. Fuck you, Fessy. You're You're always going to be messy, Fessy. Fessy, You stupid fucking traitor. You dummy. All right. Okay. I know. It's it's. it's We got it. We got to get. I know. Was there anything else good on the challenge? I'm trying. I'm trying trying to run through to my mind. Uh, Hearing about it, I'm a little bit more excited about watching it. No, if you would have saw all this stuff live, like, without being spoiled on them, there was some really, like, tense moments. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not going to remember half of this, so it'll still be like I'm watching it live. Yeah. Because I don't go on, I know you go on the Reddit sometimes, I don't. No, no see, I'm too smart to go on the Reddit. There's no realm of my online presence where I go anywhere near spoilers for the show, so. But we have... Go, go watch it, Erica. We'll have a lot more to talk about. We we left out a, l- a little bit that. from like the I first gotta, episode. I gotta finish Kill the Kill. Next episode, 
finally we're gonna get to discuss kill a kill because bob and erica will have watched the whole run that's right yes that's right I will commit to kill a kill. I will not commit to having watched all of the challenge. That's fine. I will watch some of it. That's fine. On that note, I can't wait. Hug me. Hold me tight. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>